The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, Dion Green. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are back, we're at it, and we're doing it again. Back at the habit with my boys, and hey, if you think that you're having a bad week, I mean, (laughs) at least you're not a certain somebody Kennedy. (laughs) (laughs) That man chuckling in the background is the last standing Samoan, the Bombay bad boy, Big Rig Nick Utam. I'm finally finally glad to be back after... uh... (laughs) traversing the globe i guess um yeah, how one thing I, soil? uh one thing i've learned as long as you have american greenbacks um you can get a lot of shit done very very quickly yeah, that, yeah. yes yeah it's yeah. good to know our uh, money is still valuable somewhere <laughs> <laughs> and if you know how to you know if you know how to bargain and haggle uh, it can go real far almost the same yep just saying <laughs> And finally, folks, we'll introduce our final bullshitter for the evening. Say hello to American Ramrod, Coach Kendo Slice. At least we didn't have to worry about it being a slow news week this week because we got shitloads. <laughs> Literally dumped Bucket. on our head. Say, please don't say shitloads. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're going to save that stuff for a little later. Now, folks, we're bringing mm-hmm. back something and we're starting tonight. So uh, before we hit that or start that, hit that thumbs up button to let YouTube know you enjoy this content. Welcome to everyone watching on X as well as Rumble. We're on all our platforms now. We got it working full steam ahead. And we wouldn't be able to do it without you guys. So let's give a quick shout out and hail to people like Asato Fortune, Dr. Coffin Nails, Joseph Bienowicz, Keely Chow, Andy McGlink, Alexander the Great, uh, Overkill161, Adama, Michael Feshkins, uh, Dark Anubis, Monster Zero One, Enrique Vasquez, and a whole lot more. If I kept saying hail to everybody, like our friend Clone Geek, uh, we'd be here all night saying hi to everybody. But folks, we are getting closer and closer to 200K, as you guys see in the chat. I'm going out tomorrow to uh, some of our locations for a new toy video. So be on the lookout uh, this weekend for a new toy video. But folks, the big news this week isn't another toy video or that WCBS has uh, new content on the way regularly now. It's that Wokebusters is done. So, boys, it's been a long time in the making, but the book is all drawn. It's off being colored and, you know, the post-production stuff of that. But on my whoa, end, whoa, 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 you can't say colored. You have to say getting getting filled in, okay? Getting filled in. No, all it's right. African-American. God damn it, dude. <laughs> I thought, you know, I, this morning I woke up, I thought it was 2024, not 1954, okay? <laughs> I mean, either I way, you should get on the I don't know why the fuck you're complaining. I mean, I'm working out just fine in both, but that's yeah, not the point. To say, <laughs> just looking out for the, you know. I mean, I mean, if, if it was ni- it was if, if it was 1954, we, I mean, you know, we we all couldn't hang out in public together, so that'd be weird. I mean, we could. Yeah. I would I would just have to just pretend no I was like, you know, <laughs> yeah, just be like, look, these guys just work for me. I'm the foreman. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to some go to some jazz club downtown. You know, you're like, you're like I'm I'm the carpenter. These are my apprentices. <laughs> and then nudge the Is guy. That a Jesus allegory? <laughs> no, no, because there's only three of us. Right. I would need how many? Nine four? more. Yeah. Was... Yeah. There are twelve apostles. <laughs> I'm a little short on my apostle count. My bad. <laughs> it's a good thing there's no lightning outside today. <laughs> Well, no. 
So, folks, I just wanted to make that exciting announcement that Wokebusters has done on my end. And uh, tonight's show reflects a lot of that because we have half a dozen new buttons, plus a whole lot more coming your way. So, uh, Patreon content. That's what we were trying to tell you guys we're bringing. So, the Vince McMahon topic that we're going to talk about tonight is a little too spicy for this platform right here. And as they like to tighten their grip, well, we decided that we really didn't want to... I don't know how to phrase this. We didn't really want to cut too canceled. many corners. So, yeah, we didn't want to get canceled or cut corners. So we wanted to give you guys the best take on that. So after tonight's mm -hmm. show, Patreon uh, patrons, you guys are going to get a little bonus, just a little clip of us talking about that uh, with a very special guest, one uh, Vincent Kennedy himself. So be on the lookout for that uh, tomorrow morning. And tomorrow you'll also get the Royal Rumble 1994. Kendo and I recorded it over the Ooh. weekend. I finished up, like I said, the artwork for the book. And so now it's back to the channel. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, we'll have Nick help us out. And we'll uh, get you the video version of that in a couple of days, too. So yeah. maybe a week or so, whenever. But, uh, folks, that is just some of the awesome stuff we're bringing to Patreon. Now, if you remember, you're going to get the audio of the Royal Rumble as well. We'd love to put everything that we put on Patreon on YouTube. But YouTube has the same restrictions for the membership content as they do basic content. So some of those things are just going to flag in. So uh, we don't yeah. want to get zucked, but in the YouTube sense, yeah. Susan, Susan, uh, Karen, Karen um, is fair. Like, yeah, we'll go with Karen. We're the Karens of America's least favorite podcast because <laughs> we're seventy five percent yeah. not white. Yeah, I was going to say we, we 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 break their brain. That's why they 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 look at us and they hear us and they can't compute and they fucking yeah. sneeze out. You know, or they just turn their guns on me. <laughs> Which, which, you know, I'll be, I'll be your, your person of color, human shield. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. They're like, wait, we can't attack them. Well, we can attack him, but we can't attack them because then we'll be racist, won't we? Okay. Yeah. So then I'm just like, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. A lot of, a, a, a lot of thought going there while they, you know, while they drink their pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah. They're, they're operating at, you know, full brain cell capacity, which for them, I mean, that's, there's not many there, but they don't engage as often. That's true. That's true. Some of them never get engaged. Correct. Except for they get like, angry about know, it themselves or their cats. <laughs> their cats. <laughs> oh, there's Dion. <laughs> he's, listening uh, us, he's listening to us like fucking bitch in the corner. I'm just like, I'm, yeah. I'll be here. I've been there the whole time, you know. <laughs> yeah, he was just in and, and, and colors and all that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now, uh, folks, we got a stack show, so we're going to stop the bullshit, even though it's world class, and get into it. So tonight, what are we going to be talking about? Well, we have a wrestling segment like no other, but we're saving that for the end of the show like we always do. And like I said, that'll carry over to Patreon, where we talk about the Vince McMahon stuff, read the text messages, give you the gory details, and you can just, you know, give your give us your opinions over there. But tonight, we're going to be talking about Power World and what the fuck it is, because that was our original title for tonight, because I keep seeing this stuff pop up, Pokemon with guns. Now, the fans are bringing a lawsuit. It's weird. Like, this is a situation where people are very upset that a company could be infringing on Nintendo's IP, so fans, like, alerted Nintendo. So we'll talk about that and exactly what's going on. There's an investigation, everything. There's drama everywhere. <laughs> Beyond Vince McMahon allegedly uh, dropping a deuce on somebody, there's all sorts of allegedly. shit going on. So, allegedly. Yeah. allegedly. Hey, every, everything's alleged. We're talking about this allegedly even though our sources come from the new york times <laughs> this is all allegations listen Everything's listen i might i'm innocent to prove guilty <clears throat> so there we go i'm on this podcast allegedly 
So yeah. Right. Allegedly on the podcast. Allegedly. That's cool. <laughs> Don't tell his wife. Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't like it, but whatever. Yeah, well. The mystery is my favorite part. Is he or isn't he not? <laughs> you know, folks, I guess we should come clean. Nick died three weeks ago, and this is the AI reconstruction <laughs> of Nick. Yeah. Hopefully we're doing a good job. It's like it's like when you play the record backwards and it says Paul is dead, and there's that conspiracy about Paul McCartney dying and they replaced him with a fake look like sounded like Paul McCartney. Well, this is our version of it, but with Nick. Yeah, this is yeah, Nick yeah. This is, yeah, I'm 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 it's just like movie source code with Jake Gyllenhaal. That's all it is. I'm just hooked up to wires, and it's always my always like it's 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 my left hand, my right eye, and then like a nose and like some brain matter hooked up to a fucking computer. Yeah, I've literally spent all week coaching him. I'm like, all right, this is what <laughs> Nick would say in this situation. Yeah, Kendall's been feverishly typing away with his lab coat and glasses. Yeah, just like in the basement. Old, <laughs> listening to old episodes of the podcast to get the voice cadence down and everything. So, I mean, I, I think we did a pretty good fucking job with it. Oh, man. So, folks, let us know if you can tell the difference between real Nick and Memorex Nick. We are trying to uh, integrate the singularity here on the channel. We say, fuck it. Why fight it? It's going to happen anyway. So you'll be listening to robots soon anyway. <laughs> so so, so at some point, I'm just going to take over the podcast with, 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 with the AI I have. Thanks. Thanks. Well, yeah, but then when the rest of us die, we can just get uploaded into it too. And, and I mean, we'll be able to continue to do this in perpetuity, but, you know, we'll just be dead. But, you know, <laughs> the robot version of us oh, will God. carry it on. The robot versions of us probably killed us. <laughs> that should, should I write that story? Like in the future, how we implemented AI for our podcast and it took over and killed us, and now we're yeah. Now the podcast is still going on, but it's in robot form. Oh, man, <laughs> oh, maybe the wokebusters can fight the robotic form of WCBS. It'll be the threequel. I'm not even thinking about sequels to that book, folks. It's 101 pages long. It's a lot of story. It's a lot of content. Be on the lookout for that. You haven't really seen much from it because you're going to start seeing a whole lot more. Working on commercials as we speak. So hit that thumbs up button, folks. We have Pow World. We have Vince McMahon. We have, oh, if we need time tonight, we're going to be talking a little bit about the, the, they listed the greatest comic book movie villains of all times. We can check out our personal list compared to that. And, uh, you know, originally we were going to talk about Jon Stewart coming back, but uh, we don't really need to talk about him, I guess. He's coming back to The Daily Show, guys. Are we excited? Every week he's going to have a special for the 2024 election. God damn it. It's... I'm excited. Listen, I, you know, the, the people's champion is back. It'll be interesting because they've been looking for a replacement for years. So let's 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 see if the, the ratings bump's gonna go the way they think it is. It can't be worse than that other guy. Oh, Trevor Noah? Yeah, like his entire shtick was I'm making fun of the people on the right, but I'm doing it with an accent. That's like, like thanks. His, yeah, that was like his entire shtick. It's like we get you okay that's fine tell us different jokes <laughs> well i never liked that guy ever, he was so. yeah i mean in the beginning he was fine and then like i think he got a little, a little too into it and well, get the quick like everybody was, yeah, yeah. Just, i was about to say dion like everybody forgot to be funny. <clears throat> yeah forgot to be funny all the time yeah you know? yeah 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 forgot to be funny it was yeah. just yeah that was the yeah. big thing like I, I, this is just my take but from my point of view, it seemed like a lot of people just turned off late night talk show hosts and never really went back. And then the pandemic made it even worse for those people. And now we realize that they're even less valuable to what we like the entertainment landscape, because all they do is offer a commercialized version of what you can get on the Internet. Do you really need 
uh, Brie Larson to come talk about her movie. No, that's not, you know, going to help. Do you really need to hear the, the political takes of some actors while they bitch about whatever? No, it doesn't matter. It's all a big commercial to sell their products. And if you're not interested in the products, you're probably not interested in the show. And if you listen to their opening monologues, you probably aren't interested in anything they're trying to sell you anymore. So, yeah, what the hell? Everybody was guilty of it. Colbert, uh, Kimmel. I Honestly, is Jimmy Fallon responsible for that? I just... <laughs> does he talk about anything serious? Is he ever I mean, serious? we can blame him if we need a scapegoat. That's not a problem. Uh, but is just, Jimmy we just, Fallon we, really can a we good just blame, Can we just blame every, everything on Kimmel, please? Because I really don't like that guy. I mean, that's the easiest yeah, one to throw shade at because everyone hates him. Yeah. Oh, God, he's so fucking annoying. It's just terrible. Just terrible. Plus, like I, I agree with you, Jeff. Late night is late night is dead. It's been dead for a while. It's just like Disney beating a dead horse. They need to just fucking quit it. And even 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 when the uh, the strike happened, there was no late night. I think I think people were a little bit happier because <laughs> you know that shit's gone. Like like <clears throat> that should I, I think that should died with Jay Leno. Like I think he was the last one where it was like cool and fun and people look forward to it and now it's like we don't care because we can watch it on youtube like what's the fuck what what's the point you know it's, and it's, it's no longer a vehicle for these actors and actresses to even talk about their products anymore because once again they can go on their instagram or their twitter or whatever and like do a live for 30 minutes and talk about their projects it's easy yeah technology's really uh made them almost obsolete and like uh michael in the chat says these talk shows are for boomer parents to feel like they're hip and with it Yes, I mean I don't I don't think it's a bad way to look at it at all. I've been at older people's houses when they watch these late night shows and they're they're like still into it, and it's just kind of weird because a lot of these hosts are like way younger than the audience that they're targeting or selling to, and it's just kind of weird. But you know, uh, people in the chat also says uh, or say that Craig Ferguson was yes. the best. Craig Ferguson was oh, he was the God, man, dude. dude, absolutely the man. Oh yeah, I'm a Conan O'Brien guy. So really good too. Conan both, was both, great. Conan's great. He's still both. Good. Yeah, no, both both of them were great. Both of them were great. They were fun. They were engaging. Mm -hmm. They were they felt genuine. So I think I think I think that's the important thing because all these all these guys are like copy paste word document white guys. Unfortunately, <laughs> even Funny. even 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 John Oliver, even though he's like British, it's still like okay, they they gave one of them an accent. Good for you. He's the first one I stopped watching because I used to watch. Uh, what was it last night or today or whatever that fucking show he put on YouTube back in the oh, like, yeah, yeah, 15, yeah. 12 years ago. I'd watch that on Mondays and I'd be like, oh, this is kind of funny. And then it wasn't. And it was like after he kept beating the same dead horse, it's like this policy, this, but like, it's like, all right. At but, first you were kind of funny. Now you're just repetitive and I don't need you, sir. And I've never gone back. This was like a decade. I'm an ago. American. I don't need somebody that sounds like a hoity-toity tea sucker to tell me how my country should run. <laughs> well, his, 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 his show is a little different. His was specifically to talk about that shit. You know, I, we threw I their bitch asses out twice. Okay. Yeah. You know, that, that he, he was always going to be. And saved their asses twice. All right. So uh -huh. let's keep shit in perspective. Okay. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, John. Yeah, I, I I was never watching John Oliver's show the same way I was watching something to laugh at. Like it's not like I, you know that he he was always gonna be you know he 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 was in that era of his career. Like, he's gonna be a, specifically a political political guy. So yeah, I, I'm always surprised when people thought that John Oliver's show was always gonna be like his segments on The Daily Show. It was never gonna be that. No, 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 no. No, not even a little bit <clears throat> but i mean even, even then like he would he was doing like the whole like um 
here here's the information of this bad thing going on and then like he would i don't like he would just do a parody at the end it's like oh here's how you can fuck with these people it's like how about you give us like actual solutions mm-hmm. and things we can do to like make this better you know instead of just making fun of it it's like give us solutions we know it's bad but like what do we do to make it better that's not how it works nick you disagree with the person about what their proposal is you insult them and then make personal attacks and then tell them they're wrong you don't have to offer any solutions. It's 2024. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. As, as, as long as, you know, emotions first, facts never. That should be the, the organization for a fake, or the slogan for a news channel we create. Like some <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Feelings first, facts never. I mean, I can, I, get a, I, can, I can get a green screen and put on, and put on this, you know, my suit on top of my PJs. We can do this. <laughs> I mean, oh, I have a that. green screen here. Uh, <laughs> folks, this has never been uh, a joke. Like, we are changing up a lot of our formatting stuff. Things have just been going great now. So uh, you'll probably see some <laughs> our fake news later, Nick. <laughs> we'll set it up. We'll have the same set. We'll be in, you know, hundreds of miles away. But via green screen, green screen, we'll be together on set all the time. Oh, my God. I will I'll fucking love it. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be glorious. Oh, um, God. So speaking of glorious, what we enjoy here on the channel more than anything else is to have some fun. So before we talk about McMahon, a mania, should we check out one of the new buttons tonight, guys? Of course. All right. Uh, Kendo. Yeah. You're up first. Who's that Pokemon? It's Kendo. Yeah, I've got a button. <laughs> you just said Kendo. It sounds like Cartman. Or oh my one god, of the South Park kids too. <laughs> I dig it. Oh, don't worry, guys. We all have one. Oh, um, wonderful, we, wonderful. We have more than just us. Uh, uh, so, folks, throughout the night, uh, if you want to see more of those, uh, you know what to do. Uh, we'll have some fun with that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, let's start tonight's topic. So Vince McMahon is the godfather of modern pro wrestling. There's no way to dispute his importance in terms of pro wrestling history. He is the man responsible for WrestleMania, the rock and wrestling connection, the golden era of wrestling, the new generation, the attitude era. He brought us such great stars as The Rock, Hulk Hogan, uh, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, Triple H, Andre the Giant, and a whole lot more. Guys like Macho Man Randy Savage. The list goes on and on and on. It'd be silly to even think that McMahon isn't the biggest promoter in the history of pro wrestling. But uh, he is no longer in charge of the WWE. It has not been for a while. And anytime he pops up in the news, it's not because of, you know, some philanthropic work or some great stories that he's decided to tell years down the line, blurring the lines of kayfabe in real life. No, Vince McMahon is always in the news for allegations, lawsuits, and trouble. And, well, today, a new one popped up, and this one's real juicy. So tonight, folks, we're going to be talking about these allegations. We're going to be using the New York Times as a source, so as not to make any confusion or any uh, he-said-she-said bullshit. It's all directly coming from there. So, guys, this isn't the first time we've talked about McMahon in trouble on the channel, but it's probably the most memorable, and I'm calling that a little early because these allegations are insane. 
we'll save the crazier stuff for Patreon so we don't have to really censor ourselves. But uh, without giving me an, a thesis of anything, uh, within you know under a minute or so, what did you guys think of this? Kenda, we'll start with you. All right, Simon, we'll start with you. <laughs> well, I also was stunned, Simon Kendo, and at the same time, Sorry. not surprised in the slightest. And that's really yeah, it. Same. That dude has been wild forever and shocked with a lot of people. But yeah, I'm not not surprised that more of this shit's coming out. Kendo, same question to you. I mean, <clears throat> it's kind of one of those. Maybe they knew about all this shit ahead of time, and that's why he kind of got forced out because that was like one of the things when TKO was going to take over the company that like they wanted to keep Vince on or something like that. But then all of a sudden they turn around and he's like leaving. So I don't know if that's like something that got disclosed that, hey, guess what's going to be coming down the pipe as soon as they start, you know, deposing this supposed witness person. And if whatever, <laughs> am I surprised? No. Am I surprised by some of the shit that was in the leaked text messages? <laughs> kind of, just because of how off the rails a lot of it was. <laughs> and um, if it's if those are really for real reels, even though there's no proof that they really came from him because there wasn't anything that showed this is from Vince McMahon, but I'm sure that's yep. coming. Um, it explains an awful lot, but also raises a whole lot of other fucking questions. It does, and we'll we'll raise some of those questions in a moment. Nick, uh, what were your initial thoughts when you heard this? I once again, I wasn't surprised at all. But the level at which um, it was happening, I was just like, "Oh my, oh my god!" <laughs> like it was, yeah, yeah. Some of the text messages, some of the other stuff, I uh, was just like, "Wow, this um, this went really far." But I mean, it also made yeah, like I think Jared Kendo said it made it makes sense to why they uh, like wanted to let him go and make you know. <clears throat> And kind of get their stuff together, put things back in order, make the sh make the show and the company better, get this big ass Netflix deal, and move on. So, so let's check out uh, this information, folks. Now we're here to give you the story. You can always come to WCBS to get uh, all of your information. So, according to the Wall Street Journal, a lawsuit has been launched against Vince McMahon, WWE, and former executive John Laurinaitis. This legal action levels accusations of trafficking, emotional abuse, and misconduct against McMahon. And you know what kind of uh, trafficking and misconduct we're talking about here. Janelle Grant, a past staff member at WWE's main office, has alleged in her claim that she suffered abuse and exploitation by McMahon during his tenure as CEO. She says McMahon enticed her with career progression promises only to allegedly exploit her and subject her to trafficking to other individuals within the organization. Grant has said to have entered into a non-disclosure agreement in 2022 where McMahon consented to a $3 million payment in exchange for her silence about their interaction and refrained from any disparaging uh, comments towards him. According to Grant, McMahon defaulted on the agreement after the first payment of $1 million. Her lawsuit aims to annul this contract and demands unspecified monetary reparation. The case is seeking a legal declaration that the NDA is void under both state and federal statutes, along with compensatory and punitive damages as per various laws, according to the Trafficking Victims Protection Act. So I'm not going to read you the um, statement from her lawyer, not that it uh, we want to color the story one way or the other. It's just long, and you guys can look it up. 
but from the legal complaint, notably McMahon was the most aggressive. Now here, okay, I'm going to stop there for a second, ask you guys what you think, if there's anything you want to add to what you said a moment ago, because this is where it gets really crazy and really juicy, and people aren't going to believe this shit's real, but this is an illegal complaint being reported to or on by the New York Times. This shit's insane that you can't make this up. We good? Ready to keep going? Well, yeah. can I just add the caveat that I hope uh, Johnny Laurinaitis gets in trouble too? He's named oh, in the lawsuit. Worry. Yeah, don't worry. His ass is named too. Oh, shit. By I'm name. <laughs> Here's your endeavors are looking good, kid. Oh, God. Do you think the Bella Twins can come give me conjugal visits? Let <laughs> <laughs> to be a Bree mode, all right. So, oh, uh, notably, McMahon was the most aggressive when using certain sex toys named after male WWE wrestlers. See, that I can believe. Oh, my God. That I can believe. Oh, jeez. Uh, for example, uh, he would like to match the race of the sex toys with the color. So, for example, a black dildo would be named after a black wrestler. And a white dildo would be named after a white wrestler. So, well, see, I, I think he named one Bobby Lashley. Kind of... I hope, <laughs> absolutely. You know that he 100% fucking. Oh my God. I mean, that, that's understandable, though, because I mean, you don't want to get things confused. If you pull out like the fucking big black one and you refer to it as Hulk Hogan, then like, you know, <laughs> poor girl's going to be like, what? I don't get it. Yeah, why? it's not orange. <laughs> Ben, ben, bend over, Susie. It doesn't matter. He did you know he actually had two of them though? He had the Hulk Hogan one, which was ten inches long, but he had the Terry Bollea one, which is only like six and a half inches long. <laughs> oh, okay. <Right. laughs> That's terrible. Robot Shlomo with the comment of the night. I wonder which one was special delivery, Jones. <laughs> was the junkyard dog one just called Pump? <laughs> I mean, the biggest one was called Bad News Brown, but you know, whatever. Was there any Butch Reeds in there? Why are we going that old? Like, I don't know, man. What, maybe he named it Farouk or The Godfather or uh, Felton Benjamin. I don't know. <laughs> Am I missing anyone's? Would you name a dildo Coco Beware? He might. Absolutely. <laughs> and he have, he'd have a, a rainbow colored one that he named after the parrot. <laughs> Frankie. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Would, would, would he have a gold one for gold dust? I, I mean, I all hope. things considered, I, I don't, I wouldn't doubt it one bit. Absolutely. He might just call it dusty. Yeah. <laughs> he might just call it dust. <laughs> Maybe the black one's sweet sapphire. Who knows? Oh, <laughs> what was, what was, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did he have, did he have different ones for Undertaker's eras? Like bad, bad, bad boy biker and then like, you know. <laughs> The biker one's just an American flag theme. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen or leather all... studded? Or leather studded. <laughs> that so we've also Back to the Future too. Remember how Doc has that briefcase full of money from every era? Yeah. Vince goes to a closet and presses a button, and a wall opens up, and he's got dildos of different colors of wrestlers from every oh era. So he goes as far oh. back as to like the Bruno San Martino, which oh clearly God. has he's seen got, some he's, miles. Dude, he's got more silicone than Silicon Valley. Yeah. yeah, he's the king. Well, that Michael Chip George we talked about in a view to a kill wasn't uh Max Zorn, it was Vince McMahon in a sexual allegedly. So, uh, <laughs> there's more. 
Remember, oh, this is all we're, folks, we're remember, only, this is you, all allegedly. Are you, are, are, not, are you, are, none of this has been proven. He's not been convicted of any crimes. This is all allegedly. Don't sue us. Oh, God. Jeff, are you saying we're only at the tip? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> There's a whole uh, in lot of to go down on here. <laughs> In addition to McMahon's infatuation with pretending that other men, and namely certain WWE talent, were in the room with them, this was yet what? another incremental step in desensitizing Miss Grant to his fantasy and eventual demands that she perform sexual acts for others and or have sexual contact with others within WWE. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so that's where the trafficking like... comes into case, because that, that when you coerce people to have sex with somebody else, that's when you are guilty of that crime. Yeah, oh, Vince, this is not good. So, as one example of McMahon's extreme depravity, uh, now, folks, I'm gonna. Use I feel like extreme. Words. I feel like extreme depravity is putting it mildly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the, like, like it's, 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 it, it sounds like he was trying to get his own, um, his own OF account. All right. Listen, if true, if true, if true, that motherfucker's a degenerate. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if true, if true, we're just saying if true. Remember, allegedly. allegedly. No, 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 Dion, I'm a degenerate. He's something else. Way worse. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, He's... I'm a degenerate too. I'm like, yo, man, like you gotta calm down there, Vinny. <laughs> yeah, we're all fucked up to a certain degree. We're the ones that are going, dude, this is just too much. Okay. Right, right. Like <laughs> yeah. do rag Vince means a whole new thing now. Yeah. <laughs> like that's well, a different context. It's still funny, but it's like, uh, what else was he thinking back in 07? Well, well, like in the chat, or sorry, in the uh, description of tonight's video, it's hot Carl McMahon, the Connecticut steamer. That's his name because <laughs> according to these allegations in a lawsuit, he defecated on Miss Grant during a threesome and then commanded her to continue pleasuring his friend with said stuff in her hair running down her back while McMahon went to the bathroom to shower off. Upon his return from the bathroom, McMahon and his friend actively resumed the threesome, which lasted over an hour and a half, while Miss Grant remained covered in McMahon's filth. When McMahon's friend left, McMahon ordered her to stay and command or er, and uh, tend to satisfy him continually. Ugh. Do you think when... Um... If that if that really did happen, yeah, you have to all it allegations allegedly fucking horribly smelling. Do you think like the whole time like his friend was getting blown, but like had that oh look on his face? He was like, he's gonna puke. Oh, I, <laughs> no. I really really hope not. <laughs> now, <laughs> is oh. the friend another woman or another? Okay, it's got to be another. They, woman. It doesn't sound like they say. They they okay, didn't the, say. They did not say, but here's how I'm reading this. It says, upon the return from the bathroom, McMahon and his friend actively resumed the threesome. So I, yeah, well, no, you're right. It doesn't say. I'm just, I was just like, it's okay. Bruce Pritchard. Oh, oh, my don't, don't say that kind of shit. Oh, dude, <laughs> don't, don't say that. Yeah, don't, I almost, my mouth, I, I felt like there was my allegedly contents. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. We're, we're not going to, we're not going to sit in their position. That oh, I, um okay so i don't need to read all the details because this is kind of <laughs> yeah listen yeah. yeah i'm gonna move on uh in good taste and yes i can't believe that the other part was considered in good taste somehow uh anyway he began sharing explicit photographs and videos with other men inside and outside the company including with members of the television production tech teams executives producers and a world famous athlete and former ufc heavyweight champion with whom ww was actively trying to sign a new contract and ultimately did. Well, 
Kendo, who's that one person? I'm sorry, what was that? Who was the only former UFC heavyweight champion in the WWE that is named in this lawsuit? Uh, Bork Laser. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my now, God. Upon further investigation and research, there was no interaction. That's another article uh, from the Wall Street Journal for clarification. So that actually goes nowhere. No physical stuff. But during the encounter, and again, this is just kind of like a lot. So we're going to keep on moving. But uh, there are a lot of there. It keeps going on. More pictures, more uh, pictures were given to a referee and uh, events told this woman that it made a complete stranger very happy. Um, and the rest of the article goes to say that McMahon became a powerful, important figure in her life and exerted control over her. Um, and she became dependent upon Vince McMahon. And that's how the article ends. So, yeah. Uh, strong allegations levied at Vince McMahon. Now, mm -hmm. this isn't the first time we've talked about said allegations or the things that go down. But... Um, um, phrasing. Yeah, sorry. I was actually trying to think of a way to avoid saying certain things. Uh, long story short. This Phrasing. is a weird, strange, messed up situation, and I want to know what you guys think. Listen, it is one of those things that, you know, it should be taken seriously. This is a civil suit also, so this is, this is uh, you know, just to remember that there are different qualifications and requirements when you're, when you're suing someone civilly and obviously when the actual government is going after a motherfucker so um you know we say it all the time in cases like this wait and see right wait and see before we the public administer any kind of guilt so i'm definitely definitely going to be in wait and see mode and obviously with civil suits you know things like deposition happens you know so where you know you make claims and you have to bring in proof and you know especially in moments like this when they specifically mention photos and messages you know it's a lot different civilly of accusing someone that shit but when it goes forward you have to eventually bring the proof of that and you know i get it you know i'm in the same boat let's wait and see but you don't go after the guy that was just described by jeff as the godfather wrestling you don't take a shot unless you have motherfucking ammo. So I, we'll see. We're going to wait and see because you know this isn't going to just get forgotten um, right away. So damn. And if and if that's the case, man, if that is the case, holy shit. We knew the dude. We knew that, that Vincent Kennedy McMahon was, was, was messed up. You know, we knew that that dude enjoyed playing the character and – you know, professional wrestling has a reputation for a reason, partially and mostly in part because of guys like Vince McMahon. But even saying that, holy shit. Holy shit. Um, holy shit. And that motherfucker was yeah. friends with a, with a dude who became president of the United fucking States of America. And he's fucking texting heavyweight champions. Yeah, dude. That's what. What the fuck? <laughs> He's sending video of like doing all kinds of weird shit to this chick. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly. So, allegedly. 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 
you know that uh, meme of SpongeBob where he holds up his hand and the rainbow appears? Mm. Yeah. We need one of those buttons where it just goes allegedly every time we say it. <laughs> for visual cues. Because this is this is a this is a slippery, slippery subject. And uh oh, oh Dion, yeah, you're just too damn it. Right that now. wasn't that wasn't intentional. God dang it. Uh <laughs> this is this is a sensitive subject. And That's slightly better. It's a little I know it's still that's how fucked up it is, man. You got even sensitive. You're like, I'm sure some people were sensitive afterward. But dude, you know, that you know, let alone the characters he played on television, the storylines he personally came up with, the storylines that he came up with that weren't used. Um, and like then, the him and Stephanie know, one? The him and Stephanie. Yeah. You know, uh, that's a huge one. And now, shit, man. This this fucking guy, this you know, people talk about the super rich, uber rich being on a different level. You know, again, if true, you ain't wrong. That this motherfucker was in a whole other damn galaxy. Yeah, what what is that saying? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Listen, yeah, yeah. I think I think I think this is kind of proof of that. <laughs> he does run his own little world that's like I mean, a billion dollar industry. Like he is the what, king man. of a like. That dude has had more power over human beings than like like it's like he like own not owns the wrestlers. I'm you know I'm not all of a sudden this anti Vince whatever. I'm not gonna you know no because I mean yeah no those wrestlers are independent contractors right yeah he he controls a lot of people's lives and has for decades and decades. I guess you know when you feel like you've conquered the world metaphorically, it's like well what else am I gonna do? You know this kind of shit and. (laughs) this is just me speaking this isn't uh you know anything official this is just my take but i've heard a lot of behind the scenes vince mcmahon stories you know you listen to shoot interviews you read oh dude we talked to the can i say his name no okay never mind then (laughs) in other episodes in other episodes (laughs) no no we can't even do that because we made a promise, man. We did. We did. We did. We made a promise. We made a promise. We can't. We we heard some fucking stories, though. Holy shit! So this yeah, is so, like this is this is kind of on part of what we heard. God, I just remembered like thing like things that we we heard. Holy shit! <clears throat> yeah. So I mean, just based on my personal take on everything that I've heard about Vince or read or watched or just seen him do this shit himself on television, and I understand. They're playing characters to some degree, but based on my take, I don't think any of this is that out far out of the realm of possibility. Uh, you know, we'll wait and God. see. You know, this is all about, uh, you know, we got to see how it goes down. We'll we'll report on this later. But the Dude. insanity behind this goddamn story, like when mm-hmm. I read this, I almost spit out my drink. I was like, what the fuck is like? Is this real? I was making sure this wasn't the onion because you know wrestling is really hot right now. We actually do have a separate segment later on, folks, where we'll talk about the Rock is now on the board of directors and like yeah. crap like that. It's a uh, it was a bizarre week for wrestling, like really big. But this capped it off, and this, I like I said, I can't believe this is real. And we'll wait and see. We'll get official. You know, we'll see how this lawsuit goes. But this is a like. 2024 has gonna if if this is January, I can't wait to see what December's like. Okay, oh. this has been a fucking crazy year already. Seriously, bro. listen, you, listen, you ain't lying. Listen, you ain't lying. In, li- listen, Jeff. In December, we're gonna be doing the podcast over over CB radios. Okay, and we're gonna be in like leather and and it's gonna be like a Mad Max. It's gonna happen. 
I'm down. <laughs> I'll buy some conflicts out of our world. Don't catch a ride with Vince McMahon. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no. Jeff Jeff mentioned we talked to somebody, and I just remembered everything he said, and I was like, now I no, now I built now these allegations hold water. Put it that way. You'll have to tell me off air because I don't think I was privy to that conversation. You are not. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but we heard we heard things, and it's like it makes sense now. And not only that, but you know, this and and, and RJ McCready had a great comment, you know. So he's definitely not going in his own Hall of Fame. I mean, again, we'll see how this all plays out. You know, you know, there could be uh things that are released at deposition, you know, you know, who knows what, you know, if and when you know law enforcement decides to look into this, official law enforcement. Um, but this dude isn't even in his hall of fame yet, you know, and you know, when we briefly talked about it um after he you know first had the fake retirement and then came back to sell you know you know these these type of things usually don't happen this close together you know coincidences aren't that fucking common right so um that is all you know what's it gonna do to wwe now that he's officially not there um you know with all this huge news with the rock and and you know even storyline wise things going on here recently with with the wwe being so hot you know the wwe getting motherfucking notifications on espn you know the new news about them and netflix you know what is what you know i'm I'm not saying that any of that's going to change but you know the light that you see those things in are going to be different are going to be fucking different man especially as new stuff comes out and knowing vince as brash as he was you know this motherfucker tried to take on the nfl in the early 2000s who the fuck knows how this is going to go, how he's going to react. You know, now that he's not connected to his baby, you know, Vincent Kennedy McMahon has never been a guy personally and professionally to take things lying down, you know, and the dude just fucking got a makeover where he looks like Anthony Hopkins in the mask of Zorro. Like who knows what this dude's going to fucking do. So, you know, you, 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 you know, it's, it's again, if true, allegedly all that stuff, but the process to us getting there holy shit it's gonna be a wild ride 2024 2024 the season finale they ain't fucking around yeah yeah and i saw a bunch of internet sleuths and legal experts all over twitter today of course and they were like calling for the heads of pretty much everybody in the hierarchy of wwe they're like they all fucking knew what was going on that's why stephanie left i'm like dude number one what dion you're married. Yes. Does your wife know about her dad's sex life? Um, <laughs> not intimately, no. Okay. And neither do you. So that's I'm just like restraining myself because I know how it is trying to argue with these idiots on Twitter. But it's just like I guarantee you her and Triple H didn't know a lot about almost all this stuff until like the first shit came out like a year ago because – most kids don't really delve into the intimate knowledge of their parents banging and who they're banging and how they're banging them. So I'm just like, they're like, people are called for the heads of everybody. And it's like, yo, there's only one motherfucker that's supposedly being dropped in this pot. Okay. Let's pump the brakes. It's like, we're trying to guilt by association. Fucking treat them like a Romanoff family. But we ain't talking about regular corporate America, baby. We talking about pro wrestling. Right. But you know, and don't get me wrong, I think you're you're definitely right on a lot of things, but when you look at the whole picture, you know, yeah, 
parents don't, you know, kids don't know what their parents are doing, but the fucking totality of how weird things happened last year. You know, not to mention, like, yeah, you know, all oh, that shit happened. He sold Stephanie said da, 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 da. The thing that kicked that all off was him getting caught using company money to pay that shit off. That's right. what started this shit. So I think you're 100 right. At the same time, and again, I would never make that claim on our show that they that whether it be Triple H or Stephanie or Khan or you know any of those guys, you know what they knew. But that motherfucker's in his 80s, you know, and he got caught last year using company money to try and pay this shit off. That's before we get into all the other fucking crazy stories about Vince McMahon. They ain't got nothing to do with looking for that for that nut, you know. So and and shit, shit, it's different when it's the fucking boss is the first one of his group to get caught, you know, allegedly to get caught doing this stuff. So again, I would never levy it at anybody else. And I agree with you. They should not be trying to go for other people's head. But the way shit happened was weird. And in professional wrestling, these motherfuckers do not travel alone. Well, let's talk about this since you know you talk. We mentioned how the Rock's now part of TKO. You think TKO is going to operate like WWE used to? Because WWE used to. If anything happened, they would just about face instantly. And they didn't care about the story. They would cut every kind of cost they could to make their company look profitable, even if they were kind of shit in the bed with fan retention or sales or merchandise or anything like that. Like there are years where they we got rid of Pyro so our company could post a profit. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. But my <laughs> point I'm making is they, in the face of any kind of tragedy, allegation, incident, they would about face. TKO seems to keep kind of just doing whatever WWE is presenting on TV. They're not changing anything to try to erase words or, you know, protect themselves from abuse allegations in the future or anything. So what do you think is going to happen this time? You think TKO is just going to keep pushing WWE the way they're doing? Storylines don't change. Everything's the same. Or do you think there'll be any impact of this on television? I think it's going to be business as usual because same if they if anybody were to come at him with like anything about questions about Vinny Mac and all that other shit, it's just going to be you know Vince McMahon doesn't work for the company. He has no affiliation with the company. We have no opinion on his personal legal problems. Agreed. Yeah, I, it's going to be business as usual until unless again you know in in, in a civil suit you know things that come out depending on you know specifically you know whatever governing body whatever judge you know allows what to be released to the public and all that shit in the media you know their tka wasn't going to do anything until one of their people are implicated um so yeah and, you know and especially you know in, in the corporate world the amount of money that they spend for that shit yeah they're they're, they're not going to change anything on their end unless they absolutely have to you know and that again you know that that you know, corporations don't fuck around with stuff like this. So, yeah, unless, unless, unless they're backed into a corner and someone by name that who's still involved in WWE is mentioned, yeah, I agree with y'all. He, they're they're not gonna they're they're stick they're staying the course. Uh, is there anything else you guys uh, want to mention? Did I miss anything that you guys had heard uh, in terms of Vince McMahon, the allegations, and the whole story? 
No, pretty much the same thing you guys heard because I don't think anything really else has come down the pipe. Oh, God damn it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. No, I can't fucking do it. Um, no, because I don't think there's anything that's else that's, you know, come out. That, fuck! <laughs> um, I don't think there's been any new things posted that is different than what we've all seen throughout the day today. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Third time's a charm, buddy. I was about to say you got it done. something about how difficult this was. We used the H word, and it's just like, nope, can't do that either. Well, uh, folks, we will, read you, we will read you the texts and uh, talk about more of the explicit stuff over on Patreon. So oh, yeah, join definitely. us for a short after-hour segment that we will post to the channel uh, after we record it tonight. So... Uh, while we're here, and folks, we have other topics we're going to talk about, but we'll just keep everything together nice and neat for tonight's show. Um, do you think the Rock being on the TK board of directors is going to change? Like his, like let's say he was going to come back and main event WrestleMania and do all that stuff. Do you think him being on the board of directors changes that, and he'll just kind of take the L and just do a quick match, or do you think he'll allow himself to win as a wrestler as he's on the board of directors as well? I mean, and will it turn I, out well for him? I do think it'll change. I, I, you know, I again, I, who who you know, he is a, a big name. You know, obviously he took a couple of shots with how Black Adam uh, ended up, uh, but yeah, I, I don't see I don't see him trying to juggle his new role as as being on the board and the and you know a whole WrestleMania thing. I could be wrong. The Rock is the fucking Rock, but you know, and, and that, that depends. If, if even if he's anything more than a figurehead for their board, or you know, they may just put him on the board to be a spokesperson. So that that may allow him to still participate in in WrestleMania if if he had something really big planned. Um, so I guess, and, we'll, and we'll, I think we will see pretty quickly between now, uh, between now and and and. Um, and fed in the February pay per view, but yeah, man, I, I I can't imagine that him in his fifties doing a new board position that he's gonna try and you know be the fucking champion of the company too. I I can't see him doing that very much unless unless it's gonna be some crazy ass turnaround, you know, on on the next Monday night or something. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, I th I, I think they're, I think they're gonna try to get him to put him in Vince's role in in the next um, year or so. Once, all once right. this is all, yeah, I think so because he's a poster boy. He's the successful one. He's made it. He did Hollywood. He's done a lot of other stuff. Um, he's made a good amount of money. He's you know he's he's literally the poster boy for it. So I think they're going to try to get him at some point in the next year, maybe longer, to be maybe just the face of the CEO of the company or something like that, just to kind of be that role. You know, and you'll see him in matches here and there, like Vince was. You'll see him do stuff, and you know, come out and things, and not as crazy as Vince, hopefully. But I think, Jeez. I think, I, I think, I think they're gonna make him that because you know they want, they want the entertainment, they want that, and I think Rock, you know, his, um, his power in Hollywood is done. He's had his time. He's no, it's no longer anything anybody wants to watch anymore. And I think for him to come back to wrestling is is the move. Damn. So, no, because here's the thing. And I don't know if you listened to Solid Monster earlier this week when he had his emergency uh, sound off podcast when the, some of the news came. Not the stuff from today, but about the Netflix deal. 
Mm-hmm. And I can get into it more, but he made it. He argued a really good case about how The Rock is not wrestling at WrestleMania this year. And I'll get into it more when we get to the se- that segment. But I'm looking right now at the corporate governments of TKO, and Rock the Dwayne Johnson is listed as a board of director. So he's full on. This ain't no like figurehead role. This ain't no, you know, fun thing. But yeah, he's literally sitting here on a direct. Uh, as uh, as a board of directors, as listed as co-owner of United Football League, not former wrestler, not movie star, and he's on the other board of directors with you know Nick Khan and Steve Coonan, who's the CEO of the Atlanta Hawks, okay. and Jonathan Kraft, not the one from Florida and uh, massage parlor fame, and you know all these CEOs and all these things and chairmen. So. <sighs> As much as I think people want him to be back in the ring, I can't see – I don't see it happening sooner than later just because of the role he's playing. But then again, I could be wrong, and he could be like, I got to get this one thing out of the way to help make the company money. And they're just like, oh, go for it, and then that'll be that. But then it doesn't bode, it doesn't bode well for it's the idea of him winning because you can't exactly have the CE – one of your board of directors running around with the fucking championship of the company that you're trying to sell. Yeah, just, well, I mean – Vince did it, but that's that was back in you know when the company was still private and it was stupid. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Well, that's a great distinction too because remember he's on that same board through him being part owner of the XFL for now, for now, for sure, for sure. But you know he's he this isn't him as like owning WWE being put on the board or being brought in off the street to be WWE's, you know, one of their representatives on the board. This is him as a part of a separate company. So, um, yeah, he's listed as being a representative for Endeavor. Right. Well, I think, I think that might be the rocks move is to be the CEO of WWE. I think probably not going to happen because, You've got Triple H and Nick Khan kind of running that ship right okay. now. I, right. I don't think they're going to be like, oh, sure, Dwayne, you can just go ahead and take over the head chair here and no. we're going to go sit no. off to the side. And no, companies sure. do that all the time. Well, they'll have, they'll have, you know, when, especially when they're, you know, acquisitions and shit happen and you have a board of directors over, bo- you know, multiple companies, some people will get on that board based on their previous relationship with another company. So, you know, this could very much well be, you know, him and, you know, his ownership of the XFL and now that combination with the USFL, you know, and then, yeah. TKO is like, hey, he has a great relationship with WWE. Him in the in the the what is what is fucking Hunter? He's the fucking president of creative or whatever. You know, him and the president of creative are really good friends and they work together for over 20 years. Yeah, we're we're not gonna vote against him being on this board. You know, and if you're WWE, you're like, fuck yeah, we've got a great relationship apparently with Endeavor and TKO, and now our buddy is on the fucking board. You know, that shit happens all the time and that's why i specifically am like i don't think you know he may he may have a match between now and mania and even at mania but yeah i don't i think this deal you know he's just not gonna want to 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 threaten those hammies or what's left of those hammies and acls and fucking (laughs) be navigating this new relationship that he has and still trying to be you know the face of insert movie franchise here i just don't think that he's gonna no i think with the football league that starts up in about five weeks 
No, I, 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 right. I, I think I honestly think he's done with. Uh, well, at least somewhat, somewhat putting on the back burner Hollywood stuff like movies and things like that. I don't think that depends on how many zeros are on that uh, paycheck. That's one hundred percent true. Unless mm-hmm. Disney calls him up and be like, "Yo, we need, we need to really, we're gonna make really... Black Adam too, and this is how much we're gonna pay." <laughs> we, you for yeah, it. we need, we need a really beefy uh, Darth well, Maul. Come, come out. Well, Nick, I thought you were the way you were phrasing it is kind of because he's lost value because yeah, of has. all these stinkers, he and he's really yeah. just like. I'm not going to say disgraced or anything like that because it's kind of silly just to have a couple of things. But from what I've heard from uh, some sources, you know, that we're all, you know, friends with or related to that, he did piss off a lot of people with the way he handled Black Adam and made deals and said things that he couldn't back up and hurt a relationship with Warner Brothers. So I think being back in the W, you wouldn't be nearly a billionaire already if you weren't meticulous, calculated and knew what you're doing. I think. And too, if you pay close attention to how we always talk about with like uh, the Rock's presence, he's all like there was a window of time where they kind of acted like he didn't exist because it was, I guess, a weird relationship. But then they they changed it, and he's kind of been this weird like omnipresent wrestling character where it's like you know they put out a mobile game, they'll have like Cena and all these new wrestlers, but the Rock's still there, or they'll have you know this action figure wave and they'll throw in the Rock just because it's like. He's it's like he's marketed as a wrestler that's on the roster all the time, but isn't. And so right. we've been seeing more of that. And I think that's just going to be kind of like where he goes and stays. It's just like mm-hmm. like Nick kind of said, he's the, the poster child for wrestling. Like, you know, you could have th- thought it could have been Hogan or maybe you would argue that Stone Cold is the biggest star. But it's kind of going to be one of those things where it's like the guy that was their big wrestler is now their big not ceo but a big executive just kind of like the face because triple h is the face of stuff but triple h isn't as charismatic as he thinks he is and so when he talks it's just kind of like a guy an executive talking that you know maybe didn't go to a refined school or something like that somebody that learned it but the rock has this charisma and this presence that like other ceos or other executives or other executives don't have so it'll just be kind of like a way to distinguish them as a company too. Cause it's all, you know, with the internet, everything's personality based. You gotta catch people quickly. And the rock's like the most followed person on the planet. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. it's the, just yeah. gonna make the WWE value go up. Yeah, that's why, yeah, the, that, that that's why I would think that they would, you know, put him in a higher position more than just being a board member as of right now. But I mean, that's just that's just my thought. I don't know. You guys more you get you guys know more of this more of this stuff than I do. <laughs> Well, I think the other th- the other thing too, and, and again, that's why you know, you know all this shit happening so close together makes it so interesting, you know. And when we've touched about this, touch on this in previous episodes as well, you know, Vince's specific thing was, you know, as as much as he loved having Rock and Austin get as huge as they did, especially the Rock, he didn't like losing control of that. And it's going to be very interesting seeing how, you know, how Triple H and Khan and eventually, you know, this governing body TKO sees that, you know, are are they going to see it like Vince where we don't want to get in a situation where the person's brand is as big as the WWE's brand, or they may be like, yeah, you know, we don't, that's the thing we disagree with Vince McMahon on. So it's going to be very interesting now that, you know, they just don't have, him with his football company and credentials and moviness, you know, he is very much Mr. Pro Wrestling too. So it's going to be very interesting seeing 
the rock being at TKO and on the board and what he's going to want and see from what Triple H is doing in the future. Are we going to have these Vince McMahon-esque things where they have different names and and goofy backstories? Are we going to are we going to see WWE copy what The Rock is doing? Like, yeah, we'll have big stars and we'll be okay with you using your name. We're going to be okay with you um going off and being in movies and still being like the rock where you're on the roster, but not really. That's what I'm interested to see with what happens with him, especially when it comes uh, to films, you know, they, I don't know if they fully closed it down, but WWE studios ain't done anything in a long time outside of, you know, uh, documentaries and stuff, whether it be for the, for uh, the network or for Peacock and stuff, you know, what are they going to do now that they have the rock pretty much on retainer? You know, he's not, he's not, He's not one of our bosses, but he's on our board and he's got this football thing. What are they going to do? You know what I'm saying? So I think The Rock being on there opens a lot of fucking doors in terms of getting the product out there that we haven't even thought of yet. Well, okay. You said something interesting about him you know, doing movies. And things like, what if it's the opposite thing where he's come back to wrestling to bring to bring his Hollywood buddies there to like maybe invest or maybe like show up for big big episodes do a couple mm. of you know do 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 like you know um a couple of matches or whatever you know he, he maybe see he brings kevin hart or mm. he brings batista back or somebody like that and like you know they he brings some of his hollywood buddies back you're talking a lot of social media coverage a lot of yeah. retweets shares all kinds of shit especially people mm-hmm. who are going to be there in the arena if yep. they have a surprise guest of like somebody you know famous one of his buddies mm-hmm. what if he brings what what if that's the what if that's the play he brings that into there and he brings more money into it and with all the social media and stuff like that and all the things he's doing he's i mean hell he could even have his alcohol company you know do a pop-up outside or sponsor the event or some shit you know that could be a thing too i don't know man that's i mean that's that's i think that's a hell of a lot more likely than having him do something at the wrestlemania's and having him wrestle more i think i think that specifically nick is is a lot Closer, because again, I'm not saying that he's not a capable executive or anything, but I just don't see The Rock as the type of businessman that is like, yeah, man, I'm on boards of directors of companies. Like, I just, I like, I think that's the play is that he takes that entertainment aspect, even though his star is not as as shiny as it was before Black Adam, like. Everyone knows the fucking rock and to mm-hmm. see what they, yep. you know, is this going to be a WWE that's a little bit closer to the eighties version where you had like a Muhammad Ali and Sidney Lauper sitting in case you still have famous people, but they're not, they're not like that. So, you know, and his, in the rock connection with the UFC, you know, the UFC and the WWE were already chummy, you know, um, before, before they, they merged, uh, earlier in 2023 but yeah man i think that's a that's a huge that's a huge thing man that's extra that's even more mainstream appeal you know are we yeah, gonna be- see wwe in different conversations in the entertainment space who the fuck knows that's a good point yeah i think i th- I think that might that might be maybe one of his players or one thing he's kind of shooting for is to do that is to bring some of his hollywood buddies in and call him some favors and do some cross promotion and get some stuff going and have somebody show up at some match, you know, do something funny, said, tell some jokes, whatever. And like, you know, get, you know, rock bottom or whatever the fuck it is. And just, you know, put on a, put on one hell of a show, put on one hell of a right. show. Right. I think, I think, I think that's what he might, 
might be heading towards is like bringing in people he knows, putting money into it, getting getting those numbers up for viewership, the butts and seats for the big events, and really kind of bringing WWE back to like I don't know the 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 late '90s, early 2000s kind of not, not not like in what they were doing, but like in those numbers and in those you know and what and what they were doing really like that kind of stuff. Right. Right. I don't know. It's man. just it's interesting, yeah. It, it is interesting. I was gonna say it's an interesting time to be a wrestling fan. I'm I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what's up. Like I actually care about what happens on a board of directors. It's like you remember that storyline they did 25 years ago where Stone Cold beat the McMahons, or sorry, Stone Cold oh. like did something and got the you know be the CEO of the company, and he like we had a beer drinking contest and all this shit. Like this is the real life version where the yeah. champion or at least former champion becomes the quote unquote head of the company it's just very it's bizarre how this shit happens you can't make it up as they like to say yeah and and like and and like you said jeff he's very charismatic very very good on the mic very good on the camera you know he's got that global appeal like you said people know who he is so i think he's going to use that to his advantage and bring more money more people more eyeballs more stuff to the company yeah man i it's just so wild i i which obviously that's Go ahead, man. I was, I was, I was say, obviously they're going to wait for all this to blow over before they like make any big, big moves. Mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. once once people get over this and this stuff happens and you know whatever Vince is kind of slipped under the rug for a bit, they're going to go, you know, hard in the paint and really kind of bring it back. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, it, which is crazy to say because wrestling was you know wrestling is now being featured on ESPN. So yeah. you know and and and. And again, that's why the timing is just so goddamn crazy because this is the type of shit that you know that Vince always wanted, right? Like to to to, to get yeah. pro wrestling back to <laughs> that to that what? popular like consciousness. And I feel yeah. like it was, you know, in terms of where wrestling is, you know, people getting push notifications for the changing of WWE championships is was was the goal. And with The Rock now. You know, now we're talking, you know, the WWE was always the NFL of pro wrestling, but it feels like now with The Rock on there, especially if he's going to be the figurehead for the WWE and this football thing, you know, and, you know, who knows what they're going to do with the UFC now, too. You know, what type of cross-promotion, entertainment, sports apparatus we're going to see where it's like, are we going to see, you know, is this going to make... WWE like the NFL of NFL level shit like where they're having I think yeah I think yeah try yeah try to turn WrestleMania Sunday to the same level as the Super Bowl type shit like are they like that's that's what I want to know are, are they trying to get up into the fucking stratosphere of relevancy and you know where's pro wrestling gonna be in all that like that's think, fucking wild I think they are give it give it a year wait all wait for all this Vince shit to blow over and get settled out and whatever else. And you'll see in 2025, like WWE will, you know, it'll it'll be the thing. You'll have every, everybody will talk about it. Everybody will talk about it. It'll be it'll be a thing. I'm looking forward to that future. Yeah, because um, um, yeah, because I mean, I think with with Vince finally out and they're able to really buckle down and really do stuff, you know, with everything they've always wanted to do now, and I I, th- I think they're going to be able to do that. Uh, what did you guys think of that? To keep this all contained, of the Netflix announcement with WWE going to so, right. folks, for context, the WWE is going to Netflix starting in January of 2025. 
So if you have Netflix on Monday Night Raw, you'll just be able to watch it as a live stream, which for me, that's cool because I, mean, I don't a, believe in paying for cable. But that's that's an interesting move because they wanted to get into like live stuff. Like they, they did, uh, I think they did Chris Rock's um, special mm-hmm. live. And mm-hmm. and then and they've talked a little bit about live sports. For them to get into wrestling live is very, very interesting. But also, like that's more beneficial for WWE because it brings them way into the mainstream, way into it. And yeah. um, you know, like they're like, yeah, like you, you, the fact that you'll be able, you'll be advertised wrestling like as soon as you turn on the app, and it's like, oh, watch this thing live right now. Watch these, watch, watch these two men like battle it out in this fucking ring for for twenty minutes. Like, yeah, people will be down for that. Right. Plus, he, they're, they've got more reach, and there's been a few things that's come out recently that's kind of changed that. So, like, the one thing that overseas had over us was that the network went away because everything went to the cock. But you could be sitting around in Blighty and fucking watch the WWE network. As of the end of 2024, you can't anymore. So they're taking it away, which means I feel like the whole library and shit will just migrate over to netflix for now because they signed a 10-year deal what is it worth like five billion dollars or something 10 years jeez i didn't realize it was like that so it's 10 years five billion dollars netflix can opt out after five years which means that wwe will be shopping again in five years probably (laughs) but they can also extend the deal like 10 years so i don't know if that's 10 years on top of the five years at that mark or if it's once the 10 years is up, I, th- I, I would have to think that the, at the five-year mark, Netflix gets to trigger the clause that allows them to keep it for an extra five years on top of the five they've already got coming or opt out. But yeah. either way, they're going to have that for the next five years. The number of people that have Netflix in this country is probably damn near close to the number of people that have access to the USA network. But worldwide, it's way more. So... If they're killing a network and they pull everything off the cock and move it over to Netflix, then this is like a fucking huge home run because I don't want to have to go back to Netflix, but this is a way to get me to go back to Netflix. Not because I want to watch Monday Night Raw, but because I want to watch, you know, King of the Ring 1994 one day and stuff like that. And I still want to be able to watch the premium live events and whatever the fuck they're going to call it next. So, that's kind of a good way to suck people in because if if Netflix was smart, and they're not, but if they were smart, <laughs> what they would do is instead of just raking you over the coals monthly, they would create an annual plan. I don't the hell, they might even have a fucking annual plan. I don't know. But that would be the way to do it. Just like create like a like a yearly plan that people can like sign up for to yep. save some money because that would be more appealing because then, I mean, even if people get fed up with Netflix and decide to fuck it off, they, they've still got their money for the year. So there's that. Yeah. Um, I just, I just Googled Netflix subscriber count. It is 260 million. As of right now. Is that in the United States or worldwide? That's worldwide. I want to say, well, cause there you I, go. Yeah. So now all the people over in fucking Bombay can sit there and watch <laughs> Rogaine Ramirez and scream about how great he is. Oh God. And, uh, Okay, I, I I do have I do have um the subscriber count by country. Doesn't make oh. sense. Oh, sorry, it's in it's in thousands. So I guess it's sixty six sixty six point seven million in the U.S., five point five million in India. Okay, 
What's funny is right under you, or okay, the, the the you know it's like from you know most to least. Right under the U.S. is Brazil. Really, fifteen point three million. I wouldn't think the Brazilians would be that into Netflix, but hey, man, uh, your Brazilian TV sucks. Yeah, and then and then under Brazil is UK for fourteen point one million. So I can believe that because yeah, Netflix is pretty big over there. That's why whenever they're selling, whenever people try to sell you fucking uh, what you call it. Uh, God damn it, the VPNs. They're always like, are you tired of watching the same stupid shit on USA Netflix? Well, get the fucking Slapco fuckwad uh, VPN over here and you can watch UK Netflix with the push of a button. Watch all them British comedies that you love to laugh at. $6.99. (laughs) Thanks, James Rolf. Oh, God. But yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. It's it's wild. With two, yeah, two hundred sixty yeah, subscribers and their numbers keep going up. Obviously, because of the crackdown, their numbers went up a lot because you had to you know get your password thing situated. Yeah, them um, fuckers. Yeah, I mean they're God. I guess I guess I was wrong about the streaming wars. I thought I thought Netflix would lose. Apparently, it's going to be them, Disney and Amazon fighting for global dominance. Well, to be fair, it's going to be them. Well, no, because Disney's got a uh, Zulu in their pocket, so. I, I actually know it'll be Netflix and M- Amazon probably fighting for global dominance. <laughs> yeah, because Disney like. Plus is struggling. That's true. That's true. Yeah, they're they're losing a lot of money. Which I'm sure yeah. they'll figure out. You know, something. I mean, you know, they they Disney just start stealing stuff here pretty soon to bump the numbers <laughs> up. But, you know, but yeah, man, like boom, 260 million people now can watch Monday Night Raw. Yeah, like that's. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking wild. Yeah, that is and that is fucking wild. I think I th- I think the number number will shoot up as soon as it, we get to next year, and you know WWE comes on. They have a they have a date for it and everything, and they're going to do a big event for it and stuff. Yeah, people are going to sign up and watch. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. So I got a legitimate question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you know things get raw on Netflix next year, will Tony Khan you know scream to the high heavens on the Twitter every week about a dynamites you know. 850,000 average and be like, this is the highest rated wrestling show on any TV in the USA or whatever it is. Because like now he has no competition since Netflix is they'll be the streaming numbers are substantially different because they don't count the same as like a fucking Nielsen. That's the other thing too. You know, you know, these Nielsen ratings have been, have been, you know, criticized for years. I mean, they've been criticized since we were oh, fucking yeah, kids. Dude. Oh, but, yeah, dude. And, and, and the WWE loves to talk about numbers, right? And it's going to be very interesting, one, how much they change on Monday nights for a three-hour wrestling show. But also, you know, is this going to, you know, depending on how it goes, those first few Raws, you know, are we going to start seeing a new way of tracking how much people watch the streaming apps like that's going to be interesting too yeah. like I, I can't imagine they're going to keep the same type of nielsen rating thing especially when you look at places like disney who again we're trying to push disney plus they don't want to they don't want to release the numbers anymore on streaming shows or movies after a certain period being in the box office you know is this gonna is this gonna start forcing companies who were making some shit up to be a little bit more forthcoming with their numbers that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see too, because you know this is going to get Disney Plus, Disney Plus folks to kind of start clinching up a little bit. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Because that shit that they pulled with, you know, Miss Marvel and 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 Echo and Ahsoka and stuff. You know, I wonder if they're going to be able to get away with that shit so that much longer, especially if Ross continues to do to do well or do start 
skyrocketing once they're on Netflix. You know, you gotta you gotta have some type of comparable number if that raw number is high as shit. So yeah, yeah and, and 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 Disney, I, I don't know if they ha- still have ESPN or they they don't, but like they didn't do shit with it. It seems like. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. They. Yeah, man. That's interesting. I. Yeah. Because you know the WWE. If 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 there are you know twenty million people watching Monday Night Raw, I mean that's kind of a crazy, crazy thought. But if you know Raw is real good come twenty twenty five, and they get some crazy ass amount of people, you know it. It's a copycat Dude, I, league. I think I think that first show in twenty twenty five is going to be fucking wild. It'll be worth like everybody. Oh, it's going to be sure. worth the price of admission. One hundred percent, it will be. Because it's the same thing they did when they put fucking SmackDown on Fox. Like that very first show was like All Star Central because yeah, the Rock knew, yeah, because they knew they had to sell the fucking product, and it's like, oh, good, we had a huge number, we did really good this first week. Back to fucking regular stuff and sucking. Yeah, ass well, they from here on out. Yeah, but they can't do that on Netflix because if the first show's awesome and then they kind of dial it in the next one or the next like twenty, Netflix will drop them after that. Like as soon as it's like twelve midnight after after those five years, they'll be like, "Yep, you're done. Get out." <laughs> they will not yeah, play. They made their five billion dollars, and WWE will always just go somewhere else. That, that's, that's the true, one thing true. they do. It's just like they won't change or worry about what somebody else wants. They'll just. They'll say fuck it. We'll find somewhere else to go. They did, yeah, with but like, USA you, but to like CNN. even, but even then, like they have to, like you have to have consistent customers. You can't keep changing fucking services, and they're going to be pissed off all the time. It's like, well, now I got to get the cock or Hulu or, you know, WWE.com or whatever. And it's like, oh god, it's like they hate people. Hate keep you know wanting to keep registering for this shit and paying different m- amounts of money and all the crap and stuff. So I mean. You know, stay with one, especially Netflix. Like you got you you got it. You got the golden ticket. Fucking don't don't screw it up. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, the one difference now is that the people in charge of of creative with the WWE now are writing for the audience of the people in the stands, not the fucking audience of one. Which right. was yeah. what you know, Vinnie Rue. No, that's somebody else. Vinnie Mac wanted to fucking. What he wants, what he thought was funny, what it got him his jollies, which apparently is a lot of different weird shit. But yeah, <clears throat> you know, that's that's that was the big knock on a lot of the WWE content is that like fucking these people, these writers that they have that are putting all this shit together are putting this together for an audience of one person specifically. They're trying to fucking get a pop and a rise out of one specific fucking person. Yeah. <clears throat> now it's not so much being written probably, but as being booked by, you know, Triple H. Yeah. Well, and, and even then you guys have said that it's, it's gotten better as well. You, you guys have noticed a uh, difference in quality in a good way. Yeah. But you know, seeing a splattered car crash on the side of the road and then just seeing, you know, pavement for five miles, that's not a real high bar. <laughs> that's true that's very like, oh my god this is such a better vision than what i saw you know 10 minutes ago down the highway <laughs> i mean it uh, like smackdown's more interesting i don't watch raw raw's really long and i just don't care about whoever's in control or whoever like you know dictates Jeff. how that show flows it's not for me here's one of the things that the old solo monster brought up was that since it's going to be on netflix and there's no such thing as fucking commercials on netflix unless you because even if you've got like for 
if you're watching raw like they go to commercial break and stuff like that if you're paying for ad-free netflix they're not going to make you fucking watch commercials which means the matches don't have to bog down and slow down and nothing happen while you know they're in a commercial break like if you've ever been to a raw and it goes to commercial break you sit there in a darkened arena while they just play wwe ads all over the fucking jumbotron until they come back from commercial break that's not going to exist on netflix so he argued that maybe the show is going to get shorter and it won't be three hours anymore because with no ad break and no reason to go to commercial they don't have a reason to fucking stall and make a show that should only go an hour and a half hour and 45 minutes go three hours yeah i can imagine it's going to stay three hours because the three hours thing was a complete usa call when yep. they went to three hours, like USA is the one that's like, yeah, we want you to keep doing that. But that's because of the fucking ad revenue. Yeah. It was because yeah. the product was so much better when it was three hours and it was so much more in demand. It was just, hey, we get an extra hour of ad revenue out of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're fine. And you know, the USA must be happy because, and I was wondering why SmackDown and Raw were both on USA, but now that makes sense because this was fucking in the works. And USA is going to still be happy with it because they're going to get SmackDown for until what was it, 2026 or something like that. So, yeah. you know, the USA is still going to have a wrestling show. Yeah. So, and it's going to be very interesting. And I, and damn, yeah, I mean, unless they make SmackDown go to three hours, you uh, know, they are. Yeah. Yeah. They probably are. And NXT's on CW, so they've got all their bases covered. They're over-the-air TV, <laughs> their cable TV, and their streaming TV. God. Damn. It's wild. It's wild. There's just too much WWE programming to watch each week. There is. Well, if they can get it good enough, you know, there might be some people that 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 watch it like the NFL, you know? God, I I I wonder what's happening. I wonder what's happening over at AEW. <laughs> They're shitting bricks. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Khan's fucking did a couple of bumps and is screaming about how they're so much better off still, probably. Oh, God. Yeah, back bumps, of course, is what you're talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, sure, we can go with that one. <laughs> yeah, they got to they gotta get people, they got to get asses in seats for ROH and Collision. Yep. Oh, yeah. I did watch TNA's pay-per-view the other week, and it was a solid show. So, I mean, all wrestling that I'm watching is either entertaining or pretty good. I, I wouldn't say any of the big companies suck. I know I can dump on AEW, but, like, their pay-per-views are solid. It's just Watch TNA be the fucking the dark horse of 2024 and overtake AEW in the ratings. <laughs> I want that to happen so bad. Dude, you know how fucking funny that would be? Because, look... I- I stay out of the wrestle fights on the internet for good reason. Oh, yeah. Unless, like, you know, back in the old days when I'd argue with fucking Indians about Roman Reigns. But that was just a good fun and, you know, international relations. So, but, like, dude, Tony Khan could come out, shit on the stage, and say, that was dynamite, everybody. And the AEW diehards will still fucking go to Twitter screaming about how it was the greatest dynamite they ever saw. And... It's kind of like Star Wars fans, like the hardcore ones that think every movie is just great and we're just a bunch of fucking idiots for disliking it. Like, And the WWE fans, the really super hardcore ones, are not much better. Um, But, dude, to see the fucking meltdown and the mental gymnastics while doing 4D chess would be 
incredible to see people try to justify that if somehow fucking DNA comes out of nowhere and just overtakes them in the ratings. Because the funny thing about like the dynamite ratings, they always start over a million, but in the first quarter hour, they drop substantially because the big bang theory is the reason why they start with a million people because like Cornette and them, they've done the math on it. Like there's like, there's no way. So like they've even gone back and like pulled the ratings of the big bang theory episode that was on right before dynamite hits. And they're pulling like millions of or a million change fucking viewers. And then within 15 minutes of dynamite, it's dropping to like 900,000 viewers. So it's like when they're like, Oh, we started with over a million viewers. It's like, yeah, those are the people that didn't change the channel in time while fucking Sheldon <laughs> was breathing into a bag. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't have any sympathy for Tony Khan. His crazy ass is just that uh, crazy. Yep. But uh, let's close out our WWE segment that opened the show with uh, two quick things. First off, the Cody Rhodes not finishing the story slash uh, uh, Sports Illustrated jumping the gun. So that was mm -hmm. bad intel. That was. Uh, it was hilarious. Go. Yeah. So, folks, yesterday, Sports Illustrated was like, Cody Rhodes isn't finishing his story. The main event of WrestleMania is The Rock and Roman Reigns, CM Punk and uh, Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes or somebody else. And it's like, Okay, way to tell everybody this before the Royal Rumble and spoil the surprise. Uh, apparently, WWE didn't like it, and then today the guy printed a retraction in Sports Illustrated. So, uh, Kendo, what did you think of this whole situation? I thought it was fucking hilarious that the, that the Sports Illustrated, which I was told was dead, but is somehow still operational, um, they got completely worked. <laughs> they, they, they got worked. Um, I don't know if they just... If somebody was hounding them for a story and they just gave them some fake information just to get them to shut up and leave them alone or what happened there. But, you know, three days before the Royal Rumble, they're not going to fucking leak that information to Sports Illustrated or fucking Sean Ross Simp or any of those fucking people on the Twitters or any wrestling journalist. They're not going to tell them. Oh, yeah. So here's what we've got in the hopper for WrestleMania 40. Go ahead and write an article about it and run with it. They might fuck with them and tell them, oh, yeah, this is, you know, fucking Rey Mysterio is coming back and Dom's winning the Rumble. And, you know, this, that's what we got going in and just to throw them off. But, yeah, I saw that. I'm just like, I get it because I know what they're trying to do with uh, Roman and The Rock. But at the same time, Raw, this big segment was the face-off between Punk and Cody Rhodes, which it's like that's the – backup in case Seth Rollins can't get back in time, I assume. So it's like I get it. He's not finishing his story, but he's still getting his main event if Rollins is back because they're teasing the shit out of it being Cody versus Punk on night one. So yeah, I just thought it was funny that they got completely fucking worked. Yeah, it made me laugh too. Um, there really isn't much more to that story, folks. We figure since it was all big, we'd cover all of it. They worked themselves into a shoot, brother, dude, Jack. <laughs> brother, it's not going to work for them, brother. Mm -mm. So uh, this weekend, we have the Royal Rumble, folks, which is the start of the season of WrestleMania, which you can come to Philadelphia and hang out with WCBS. We're there every year at WrestleMania. So uh, come eat some cheesesteaks, have a couple beers, <clears throat> hang out with us, shoot the shit. You know, let's celebrate. Back in the Eastern time zone, we'll go to the East Coast. We'll go see a WrestleMania. And, uh, you know, who knows what other adventures we could get into. So, folks... 
we will give you um, some options of things you'd like to partake in there. And no matter where you listen, you should uh, come down. If you're on the East Coast, it's just a hop, skip, and jumping away. Come hang out with us. We have a lot of, uh, well, we bring a lot of people with us, and it's always a good time. So come hang out, meet other WCBS fans, and celebrate with us, wrestling, the channel, whatever you want to celebrate. But uh, the Royal Rumble is just in a few short days. I'm excited for it. I love watching it. It's my favorite pay-per-view of the year because of the anticipation and the excitement that comes with it because there's always a countdown. You never know who's next. So no matter how good or bad the Rumble is, you at least have the fun of who's next, who's next. Hopefully it's not Goldberg because I'm tired of that motherfucker. But long story short, um, we're going to do a quick card, uh, just predictions, and then we're going to get into our other topics. So the opening of the show, guys, uh, at least according to this, is uh, United States Championship match, Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens. Who do you got winning? Logan Paul. Probably Logan Paul, yeah. Nick, are you rigging in a landslide? Reagan Landslide. Yep. All right, cool. Bushy, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Logan Paul as well. We also have the undisputed championship: Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton versus LA Knight versus AJ Styles. Uh, Roman Reigns is gonna win. Who do you think he's gonna pin? Mm, I would say Styles because it won't hurt him. I'm thinking Orton because it won't hurt him. Yeah, that's also a good option. L.A. Knight's not taking the pin. If L.A. Knight takes the pin, nope. then you know they've given up on L.A. Knight. But Orton and A.J. can't be hurt by getting pinned by Rogaine Ramirez. L.A. Knight's the only one right now, based on the booking and the way the card shakes out and the fact that Orton and Styles are essentially Teflon in the wrestling industry. They can take losses. They're, it's like when Seth Rollins was getting loss after loss, and it's like, why does he keep losing? It's like, because he can – his his gimmick is not going to fail from him losing because he's so over and everything like that. He's fine. So it's one of the, I'll say Styles. Uh, Deion says Orton. Either one's a good choice because those are going to be one of one of them two's getting it. You have one Styles. Orton's coming back with some momentum. I'd say he gets a title match again at the next pay per view or something along those lines. So I say Styles has to eat it. Uh, up next, there's the uh, women's Royal Rumble match. I won't try to name any participants since we don't have them all. But uh, who do you think wins the ladies' match? Ooh, um, shit. Damn. Um, I'm. Oh, damn, that's a tough one. I don't. There's just not a lot of who I think. Someone and I don't think there's a, a female right now that's got the fucking momentum to be an easy pick. I don't know. Um, that's fucking. T- I, I'm I'm afraid Nia Jax might get it. Okay, uh, Sunny definitely, that. definitely Sunny, definitely Sunny. Nick, the prison. only thing she's in line for is more time time in jail, dude. Yeah, yeah she, she ain't parole. <laughs> she's she's in the chow line, okay? Because that or I don't know, man. She needs, she, needs, One of the she, needs, two. she needs to go. She needs to go run around the fucking yard a little bit. She could use it. Yeah. Uh maybe she should have learned some of the shit Shawn Michaels taught her, but yeah. Oh well. Maybe she shouldn't have killed a guy. Yeah. That 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 at the top of the list of things she shouldn't have done. That or ruin Chris Candido's life. There's that too. Yeah. Growing uh, out for that guy. Women's Royal Rumble, I'm going to say, is won by a returning Sasha Banks. I'm mm. going to guess. 
I'm going to be basic and say Becky Lynch wins. I, that's not a bad pick, dude. It really isn't. I can see her being a two-time. Yeah, it's not what I want to happen. I want uh, James Ellsworth to win. But yeah. <laughs> that's a deep cut because then he can be a. Because have they had a women's Royal Rumble winner and women's briefcase winner? Like somebody's done them both. Oh yeah, I've been. Well, would it be Oscar? Yeah, I've been Oscar. Oscar's done it both. Oscar won the women. When did she win a Money in the Bank? That she won was the forty one, uh, right? She won the women's the Money in the Bank the uh, the COVID one. Oh, the COVID one. Okay, I was like, wait, she was... won because that's when Becky came out and was like. Seth got me knocked up. He got into me lucky charms. Have the belt. <laughs> <laughs> At least they wrote it into the story and people weren't like giving some stupid bullshit why, you know, she had to give up the belt. Yeah. Like back so in the day. You know, she came out and was like, had Oscar open up the briefcase and the belt was there because Becky's like, I'm up the duff. I got to go be a mom. Well, thank you, Becky Lynch. Um, men's Royal Rumble. Who do you think's winning? I I think Gunther's winning. Any so, reason? I mean, I mean, he's doing really well. I I don't think you have LA Knight win right now, even though I my heart wants LA Knight to be the guy to win. Um, because you know I think he's ready, but I, I you know with I think they're going to – Gunther wins. They can use uh, his shine to put to keep the Intercontinental belt hot and put it on somebody else, and then you can – and that gives you a nice bump going into that main event, if, especially if you lost The Rock with this business deal. Mm. So, Kendall, give us your reason. I think it's going to be Gunther just because – if the rock is really sidelined there, you need somebody that's got all the momentum and all that stuff behind him. And Gunther is essentially a freight train of momentum because the dude's been carrying the fucking IC title for like, what almost two years at this point, year and a half, something like that. Cause it was like, he's going to carry it long enough to beat the honky tonks record. Well, after he fucking savaged that record, he then proceeded to just to piss on the asters of the burn down record. And he's kept it going. So it's like, it's like, you don't want to do champion versus champion because we've seen that before. And how many fucking belts does Roman Reigns need to carry? You know, that it goes back to that old meme of him holding all the fucking belts, even the women's titles. But then it's like, he's not going to, you, Gunther's the best choice, but you also, I feel like that would also telegraph who's going to win at the, at Mania unless he loses the IC title ahead of time or just walks out on Raw one night and just fucking throws it on the floor and says, I don't need this anymore. What a pittance. I need to go after the fucking uh, big championship, which then just all the prestige that he built up with the IC title just completely fucking buries that in that segment. So I don't know. Gunther's the best choice for it, but I also don't know how they get him out of get him out of the IC title and then not make it all – that unless they do it to like Roman's this megalomaniacal maniac and he's like, yeah, I want Gunther to put his title up because I want all the fucking gold. And then maybe fucking The Rock. Oh, God damn it. Then The Rock's going to come out, sabotage him at WrestleMania, so that way Gunther wins and that's going to set up once in a lifetime Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania 41. 
They're fucking doing. Oh, they're going to do the same story again. And then we'll get twice. But in they got to finish it, Kendo. Yeah, but then we'll get twice in a lifetime when they wrestle at WrestleMania 42. And then Cena's going to spray some of that hair shellac cover up on his head to cover up his bald spot. And he's going to come fucking running out. And we're going to get thrice in a lifetime times three for the three-way at WrestleMania 43, where it's The Rock versus Cena versus Roman in a fatal three-way for double thrice in a lifetime. I just booked this shit, didn't I? Probably. Yeah, you booked yourself into a work. Brother dude, Jack. You booked yourself into a corner? No, WWE did that last last year when they didn't fucking drop the belt off Roman at WrestleMania, and it puts puts us in this position. I will. I I'll literally shit a brick if that's exactly what ends up happening. Fucking, I don't want that to happen. But now I kind of do, just so I can be like, "Ha fuck you!" I was right. So I'm guessing <laughs> they go with the most basic storyline. And I do think you'll get Cody Rhodes to win. Or sorry, uh, CM Punk to win the Royal Rumble. That's a good choice too, man. Yeah, Punk. Dude's never done left, it. Right? That's the only thing he's got done. Um, then he'll get his Mania main event, and then what else is there for CM Punk to achieve? Yeah, I mean, Punk, Cody, Gunther. I mean, there's no wrong answers there because. Booking and billing wise, you can pull off all three of those, but it's like, do you really want to see Cody win the Rumble again? I mean, I like Cody and all that, but I'm kind of like, I'm not really in the mode of wanting to sit there for three and a half, four hours just watch him win the Rumble again. And if he does yeah, win, I don't do a, a stone cold thing anymore where you have someone win the Rumble back to back. Yeah. And if he does win it, you can't have him coming out at 30 because that's what happened last year. He fought right. him at 30. Right. And that's it. Was yeah. The only way that works for him to win a second time is to be one or two for sure. Yeah, like because we were all pretty sure going into last year's Rumble that Cody's winning the fucking thing, and then when he came out at thirty, because it's like who's next? Who's next? And then it gets down to the fucking thirty spot, and you're like, well, it's definitely going to be fucking Cody coming out now. And then it's like, yeah, he's going to win. I'm not the biggest Cody Rhodes fan. It was interesting. All the news before uh, the the Rock TKO thing, everyone's like, "Oh, they're gonna give, they're gonna take away Cody's story, Cody's story," and everyone's freaking out. And I'm like, "You people made up this Cody story shit, like way bigger than it is." And I don't care. Like, I don't think Cody Rhodes is an uncrowned champion that needs to make up for his dad's legacy. His dad was the booker of a company. Like, your dad had all the power and control. Cody's story I'm not is really just worried that. about it's the Rhodes family getting another belt. That's all it is. It's just wrestling storytelling. So it's like they're like they they've turned Cody trying to finish his story into some kind of like something bigger than what it is. It's like no, dude, it's just fucking wrestling. Wrestling is storytelling. They don't understand that at AEW because there's no such thing as storytelling there. But historically, that's what it's been like. You know, you build up a baby face because you want to see them succeed, and that's what Cody is. He's like the biggest baby, one of the biggest baby faces on the fucking roster. So. That was it's him on the chase trying to achieve it, and these people have turned Cody's story into some kind of mythical something or another. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. Uh, I don't care. Like he's a fine wrestler. I don't dislike the guy. He seems like a solidly nice person. He's just kind of you know generic white meat baby face, like like John <laughs> Cena, except he can actually go in the ring. 
Right. Cody Rhodes reminds me of a Hulk Hogan with better talent. Like, that's what he is to me. He's just like this super generic, very like, like no personality, honestly. Just like whatever is good. Like good is his personality. And that's it. <laughs> and I'm not on board with that. At least I give me a little more of a gray area or something more interesting. Like hmm. just wrestling injured once or, you know, screaming about my legacy of my family doesn't make me a like hooked. It's like it's good for one or two matches. And then you got to, uh, you know, I don't know, spice that shit up. His brother's problem, too. Dustin is one of the best worker workers you're ever going to see. Fantastic wrestler. Not much in the realm of personality until he started wearing body or wearing paint and wearing a bodysuit and acting like a fucking, you know, masochist. <laughs> I mean, it worked. It worked. <laughs> it, it worked 100%. I mean, you had all sorts of people calling him names in the 90s. Probably, you know, teenage <laughs> yeah. Kendo included. You ain't lying, shit. That was a that was a fucking whirlwind. But yeah, man, I don't know. It's it's you know I like Cody. I do like him, but yeah, I'm not a crazy Cody Rose fan. You know, it, it fit. I think it fit great last year, right? It, it it was you know I agree it was the move for him to win. You know, but yeah, the 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 the, the dragging it out stuff. You know, I I I would definitely consider myself a Cody Rose fan, but he's just not the dude that can go to the well over and over again. That's what got his ass in trouble in AEW. You know, go into that same well over and over my, and over. My father was Dustin Rhodes. It's like, yeah, we fucking know. Okay. Yeah. Give us some other reason to want to like you. Uh people in the chat are calling Cody the definition of mid. Mm, I wouldn't go um, that far. I wouldn't either. He's talented. He's just to be generic, man. He's like a less skilled Bret Hart where he's just like one dimension of a personality. Like Bret Hart was just kind of like, and not until he became the heel version after he fought stone cold, Bret Hart was just kind of like basic. Cause Kendo, I've been like, not in the ring and technical wise, I'm talking like character, like this, the promos, right. the mannerisms, the oh, yeah. anything that wasn't in the ring, Bret Hart was just kind of like, eh, whatever. He's, he's straight in the ring. That's his personality. Oh yeah. Cause Kendo, I, I, uh, even though I didn't text you, I have watched more Rumbles. I did watch 95, 96, 97, uh, all since we recorded our 94 one. And, you know, Cody Rhodes definitely fits in like a 90s wrestling and an 80s wrestling, but Cody Rhodes would not fit in with uh, Attitude Era or Ruthless Aggression. Maybe Ruthless Aggression towards the end because that's when he pops up, but I'm talking like is this version, this American Nightmare character. Yeah, he was pretty dashing. I was only smoking mirrors. Ah. So, um, any other wrestling comment you guys want to make? This has been our longest wrestling segment ever. <laughs> we have a, a, a show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, that's pretty much I it. I think back. I think we covered everything. I, I know we were planning on just dipping our toes in the water till later, but well, we got it all out of the way now, folks. So if you toned out because you hate wrestling, well, can't really blame you considering the product that they're giving you these days. But you know, you can come back. We'll talk about yeah, other shit it. now. Yeah, and uh, folks, if you want to hear us go deeper into the man stuff, we'll have an abridged after hours after this. God damn it. <laughs> Such good shit now. <clears throat> dude, um, come on. That, does, that takes on a whole new meaning now. It does, dude. <laughs> it does. <laughs> so many things are different now. Uh, the world the has changed. The paradigm of our world it is has changed. changed. Like, 
somebody earlier in the thing said that we can't you know we can't even enjoy the vince memes and gifts anymore and it's like you're right they've it's that's been fucking ruined i mean i mean there's new meaning to chocolate titties now too so I'd be more like chocolate dip titty. Never mind. What is that thing on the TV or on our screens now, Jeff? Well, uh, Kendo, I will tell you right now. Um, But uh, it's time to check in with um, who was our first. um, You were our first button, right, Kendo? Yeah. All right, here we go. Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> there were like there were like 16 eyes in that fucking name. Yeah. What the hell? It sounded like somebody falling down a well. It did. Or... It did for a second. <laughs> Was it you that kid the first... falling off the cliff and macking me? <laughs> <laughs> so Nick, the first time I typed it in, it went like that. And I was like, what the fuck? She had to type and in I like 16 eyes. The button. So it couldn't figure it out. No. I actually had to spell your name with a C. So it can know how to say it. Yeah, that's why I do it now too, because people here 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 in these parts um can't say my name without it. It's fucking weird. Well, what you should have done is you should have called up Brian late and said, Yo, I need you to send me a voice <laughs> recording of you saying Nick's name. His whole God given name. Oh my god. And then that would have been your sound bite. It would have been comedy gold. Every time you played that button, Nick would get Oh my god. Equal parts laughing about it, but equal parts pissed off and wanting to kill Brian Lake. Oh my which god. Which to me is just comedy gold on One, his face. Uh, uh, yeah, that's true. Any anyways, what's what's what we're looking at, Jeff? So this is Power World. Power World is a game that people call Pokemon with guns. It's this open world game that's the thing is it's new. It's only been out on the market for about a week at this point. And the game is racking up tons of money. It's breaking records left and right. People are going nuts to play this game on Steam. But it's weird that there's a lawsuit about this game, but it's sent out by fans. So here's the thing. After receiving a flood of inquiries ostensibly sent by Nintendo-owned franchises, Fans, out of nothing more than self-assumed duty to blindly defend the the stagnating game series, refusal to innovate, alleging IP infringement by the newly released title, the Pokemon Company has announced they will officially undertake a copyright investigation into Pocket Pair Incorporated's Power World monster designs. So, you know, I guess we're at the age where while we all game, we're not picking up the newest thing. We don't watch TikTok and go, I gotta get this game and play it like everybody else. I just... I don't give a shit about video games like that anymore. But I get pe- hearing people talk about Power World, and I'm like, what is this? This is such a thing. It's, you know, it's this new thing. I figure I'll look into it. But then I hear about this lawsuit right away. So, you know, we all grew up with Pokemon or Digimon or Yu-Gi-Oh! Or they're all kind of the same shit anyway. It's like one collects monsters, one collects cards, the other collects digital monsters. There's Monster Hunter. There's card captors which is kind of like you like it was all the same shit of like collection based japanese cartoons it was just a huge thing in the night early 90s early 2000s and it was spawned by the first pokemon game from 19 i think 96 in japan so long story short this is just another derivative of a derivative but apparently 
at least what I found it interesting is that the fans felt it was their duty to make sure that <laughs> the Pokemon company sued this <clears throat> other company because I love oh my god that's Pokemon hilarious. fans suck. I love how these you know like can we please can we please enact snitches get stitches right now can we do that because these people who are so like rock hard for Nintendo like immediately got on their phones and sat there in their coffee shops and wrote an email saying dear nintendo this game looks familiar please dear nintendo these guys have ripped you off completely these are not pokemon these are pokemon on crack sincerely your biggest fan jeff <laughs> thank you for that voice that's what i was going for <laughs> it fit perfectly it really did but yeah dude it's yeah this is well i mean and like and you said Jeff, like it's it, it's a dying franchise. Apparently, they haven't. It's a stagnating franchise. They haven't done anything with. They have like Pokemon Magenta and like Potassium Permanganate or whatever other fucking colors they have. Right, come on um, now, they haven't gone that far yet. But uh, I mean, they, they probably will. And like it's it it just seems like they just keep coming out with colored cartridges. Sorry, cartridges of color. Um, Thank you. <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. And um, that's it. They're just selling them for like ninety nine dollars a piece, and they're it's the same shit. So for, for somebody to be like, fuck you, we're Dude, making our own. They're it's not, not it's even going good. that far anymore. I know. I know. I know. We don't get any cartridges of color. You just get two of the same game, but they're different because one has some Pokemon in it. The other one doesn't. This one has a different legendary Pokemon than the other one. It's like the last one that came out before Scarlet and Violet. It was these are taking take This whole thing takes place in not England and your 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 legendary Pokemon is named after the sword and the shield, and it looks like this one's carrying a short sword, and this one's got a mane that looks like a shield. It's like, God damn it! Can I please just play one of these games and enjoy it again, and not just do it out of an obligation to myself and how much I enjoy playing a world exploring game with little monsters that I can use to brutalize each other? <laughs> Maybe I should have. I wrote forgot what there. a Pokey enthusiast you were. I enjoy the game. I never really got into the cards or collecting anything else, but I should write them a letter. Dear Pokemon, <laughs> your game is just not as cool as it used to be. Please stop it. Sincerely, Kendo. P.S. I lost my retainer. Could you send me a new one? I traded my last one for Donkey Kong Country, and my cousin won't give it back. There you oh my go. God. Fucking, you guys are too much. Oh, man. Um, I mean, I, like I mean, Kendo's... Kendo's Listen, Kendo's no enthusiast, not as much as fucking Phil was, or I had to drive and go get, like, you know. Yeah, like, I'll play Pokemon Go, but, like, I don't go out of my way to play Pokemon Go. I'll pull it out once a day while I'm on the couch or sitting at my desk, fucking do my daily little thingy real quick, and then just be like, I'm done with this. Or occasionally, like, Dan or somebody will send me, like, a raid invite, and I'll just so happen to be sitting there with my phone, and I'll be like, ah, fuck it, let's go. Well, I mean, I, I get the appeal. Like, I'm not, I don't dislike Pokemon. I grew up with the cards and the cartoons and the album and the action figures. So I bought into it that summer of 99. But I always say it's one of those things I was into as a kid for like a blinking, you miss it moment. Uh, yeah. I never dug it as much as uh, other kids did. But um, I think this looks more like a Sonic the Hedgehog character than it does a Pokemon. Like, those to me, a lot of these like cutesy Japanese characters all have a lot of crossover. There's a limited amount of eye shape, mouth shapes, body shapes. I mean, this looks like a bastard cousin of Totoro from uh Miyazaki. So, I mean, you're really with the um 
oversaturation of Japanese entertainment, you're really showing how there's just a limited amount of designs and characters you can really pull out of anything when you use certain styles. And to me, you're just I don't think you're gonna find anything. There'll be no lawsuit. People will be like, oh, what's Pal World? It's just this game that people thought was too much like Pokemon and they won a lawsuit. And now <laughs> keep making it's a place money. where Vince McMahon lives and he never gets in trouble for anything, right, pal? Oh god. Shit. Right, pal. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I I I mean it, I, that'd be funny if they like, you know, in six months there's no lawsuit and it was just like deemed okay because those Pokemon super fans will like lose their goddamn minds. Like what? Huh? What do we do now? We boycott it? Yeah, we'll we'll make a petition or whatever. It's like no, you know what'll happen? Nintendo is gonna buy the rights to Pal World, and then that's your next fucking Pokemon game. Oh you know, God! Yeah, Pokemon true. Electric Blue and Steel Gray or something like that. <laughs> and it'll be the fucking Pal <laughs> Venture to the land known as Pal World. Where you'll be like trying to catch these fucking crazy persons like Electabuzz on crack here. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind a game where you interact with Pokemon on crack. That'd be a fun game. <laughs> yeah, that, that that getting caught in the tall grass thing is gonna feel hit a lot different. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. You could sign me up for that. Uh, I kind of want to play that game. Why did this? Why did this Pokemon Squirtless bronze on me? What, what's happening? <laughs> you, you, you've encountered a Smackhead. <laughs> oh no, Smackamon! No. Smack what type of Pokemon is that? Is he like a smoke Pokemon? Well, yeah, he's a, he's a rock Pokemon. Oh, he's a rock! Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they redo Bingles Taurus. Special move. They redo Taurus, and he's now Black Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> I want that'd be that interesting. Game. Actually, or, or, or if you or, or if or if you encounter like Fentalosaur. Oh, Ooh. his attacks at ninety six. Yeah. yeah, dude, you gotta watch it, man. That thing will fucking kill you in like two moves. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my god. So uh, anything else? Because uh, Kendo, like I said, you're more of a gamer. At least in terms all. of like Pokemon and some of this Nintendo stuff. Um, anything you knew about this game or want to talk about? Are you going to play it? Are you a gamer? Are you hardcore enough that you're going to try it out? Are we talking about our version of it? Because yes, this thing, uh, probably not. I don't think I want to go hang out in Pal World. I don't either. Yeah. Well. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> All right, well, it's perfect that um, you don't have anything else to say. It just gives me an excuse to press this next Pokemon button. Who's that Pokemon? It's Dion! 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 <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> son of a bitch! That's great! That's fucking great! Uh, oh, that's a plus one for the reference, dude. 100%. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah. that's awesome. All right, I wish she was awake oh, to hear that, man. Because she would, Every once in a while, she'll listen to the show. Damn, I wish she was listening to that. That would have been fucking perfect. If you want, I'll send you that button in the Facebook group. I'll post those in our Facebook group chat, and you can... Uh, oh, my God. That'll get him in so much trouble immediately. <laughs> oh, like, God damn it. <laughs> She'd be like, tell Jeff that's not funny. <laughs> I don't think Hildar actually 
she, I think she'll laugh her ass off. Okay. Yeah, she probably. I, I, yeah, I think she'll she'll laugh she'll she'll laugh it off. She'll sure. get the humor in it, dude. If you can you switch like O and I backwards and see if it comes out doing because if so, that's <laughs> an extremely deep cut. That could be like that could be like the shiny version of that button. The shiny version. <laughs> well, I actually did. Um, Play around with that because I got it to where it goes and like that. <laughs> it, just, it couldn't comprehend. See, the thing is, I originally used the AI to do like I was trying to have like a group, like a cheering chant of people, like uh, you know, how there's like 12 people that say, like, it's Ivysaur. And so what I did is I got all these different voices, and then I was gonna play them and do the reverb and echo. And I was like, this doesn't sound that great. So I have a million different vo- like okay, like 12 different voices going, it's Kendo. And it's just whatever. But then when I started doing it the way I did, they all sounded like Japanese voices. Here, I'm going to play you <laughs> mine real quick. I straight up, this thing, the woman's called Amelia. Like, this isn't like, you know, any kind of name that would assume it sounds like this. Who's that Pokemon? It's Jiffa! <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> that is like so stereotyped in every way, but such Dude. a fucking funny thing. It's it is. Amelia. so perfect. So perfect. <laughs> yeah. So uh oh my that's that's my favorite. That one I think. Jam! <laughs> um wait, we got one more. We got two more uh buttons for tonight. So don't worry, Kendo. We're gonna have some fun with those. Good. But, I love um, Chase variants. I do too. I'll save you a story for another time. So mm. they released this <laughs> list of the 25 best superhero movie villains of all time. And uh, since we have a little time left in our show tonight, I thought we'd look at this before we uh, check in with you guys and see what else goes on. So we're going to agree, disagree as we move on, but we'll keep this thing at a, a nice pace. So this is all superhero movie villains. Number 25, the Colin Farrell Penguin. Wow, 25? Really? He's even yeah. on the list? What the fuck? I don't know if I say that yet, but I dis- uh, disagree. Yeah, same. Yeah, definitely, dude. He wasn't that fucking devious. Jeez, it wasn't that like imperative. He was okay. I'm just gonna go out on a, and say that like nothing from that movie is that great or memorable. Like it was a fine movie. I don't have anything really bad to say about it. I stand I mean, by it like I mean, like years from, ago, from, but from, I mean, I mean, from the neck down, her cat suit was very fitting. The face, the the. the... Oh yeah, Zoe was it Zoe Kravitz that played her? Zoe Kravitz, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking the fucking beanie that she tore to like hide her face was dumb, but like from the neck down, it was quite nice. Yeah, I, I'm never gonna deny that, Nick. Right? <laughs> have you have you seen the spirit? Eva Mendez sits on a copy oh my god, I love the spirit. Copies I of her ass. Love, I fucking love I hate that movie, but I love that scene, dude. That movie, I, I like it because it's ridiculous. The movie is entirely ridiculous. It is well, it the is guy crazy. that wrote and drew Sin City directed it. <laughs> And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> kind of yeah. like, kind of like with Maximum Overdrive, like you know, yep. uh, Stephen King wrote and directed it as well. It's like, no, well, just go back to your fucking office and type away. <laughs> Frank Miller is fueled by alcohol, not cocaine. But either way, you know, <laughs> same outcome. Yeah, we all number <laughs> number twenty four on this list is <clears throat> excuse me is the Phantasm from Batman: Mask of the Phantasm. Mm. I'm gonna go I'm with yes okay on this. Okay with that one. Yeah, I can agree with that one. Couldn't live with that. Number twenty three, top dollar from the crow. Ooh, 
he was one evil motherfucker. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with that. I don't know if I would put him above um the phantasm, but I I I, I he would be 25. He should be 25, sure. Underrated. At number 22, Bane, played by Tom Hardy. How do you oh. feel Bane is on this list? Eh, sh- I think it should be a little bit higher. I liked I really? liked that Bane a lot. I I'm gonna agree. I liked I liked his version of Bane a lot. Yeah, I yeah his version was his version was was really good. He yeah I mean even though the movie was really fucking slow, um his version of Bane was at least like intelligent and you know had some fucking purpose. But yeah, I think it should be a little bit higher. I'm I'm gonna go with he would be in my top fifteen. Like Bane was memorable. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. He was one of the better parts of that movie. His plan didn't make any sense at the beginning with the whole dropping the guy out of the fucking airplane thing. And overall, I wasn't a huge fan of that movie, but it wasn't because of Tom Hardy playing Bane. The voice got a little old after a while, but then again, so did fucking Batman's. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's true. I think Batman's was more annoying. Where is it? God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So number 21 is Neville Sinclair from The Rocketeer. Oh god. I, I mean, well, okay, kid, all right. I don't really remember it. Um he he was he was he was involved with the Yahtzees. Oh, right. Yeah. So right. that's so he should he should in kind of in kind of a weird way be higher on the list because he was trying to get the technology of the jetpack and Right, and he gets it at the end or whatever. Yeah. Yep. So I, yep. I don't know if I put him as one of the best of all time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, He's maybe, a smarmy yeah. asshole for sure. Yeah, sm- okay, yeah, I'll give you that. Smarmy asshole definitely. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not even on the list because I mean, yeah, I do like Rocketeer, but like, yeah, he wasn't. I a- love that movie, but yeah, so I don't good. know about so fucking good, super underrated. Yeah, number twenty, Deacon Frost from Blade. <laughs> Absolutely, I would argue Deacon Frost needs to be better and higher. Excuse me. Well, wait till you see who is a higher on this list than him. Uh, you're gonna get pissed off in a second. Okay, fuck it. I'll tell you. It's the Riddler played by Paul Dano. What? Oh, no. Paul Dano's not better than Deacon Frost. No fucking get, way. Get off the fucking list. Yeah, get off the list, Dano. Go home, list. You're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Our next guy, number eighteen, is Ozzy Mandius from Watchmen. Oh shit! No, he he needs to be higher. Yep. I he was so devious. Like yep. <laughs> He even created fucking what was it tachyons to fuck with um, Doctor Manhattan. And he's like, "Stop me! I'm not a comic book villain. You think that I'd be telling you about this shit if you had any chance to stop it, bitch?" Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Thirty five minutes yeah. ago. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's fucking number wild. Number seventeen, Mysterio from Spider Man: Far From Home. No, no, no. not yeah. even on the list. No. Yeah. Agreed. Not on the list. Not on the list. Number 16, Lex Luthor, played by Gene Hackman. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. He, he made Lex dated. Luthor smarmy. But he agreed, definitely dated, but he made him a smarmy asshole that you're like, God, fuck you, Lex. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and the way he treated poor <clears throat> Ned Beatty. Yeah. And his <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he was a oh dick to God. her, too. Well, the one thing... Take to take into account too is our generation grew up with the, in the post John Byrne era where Lex Luthor was like a like a different rich corrupt 1980s kind of businessman. And married and to your mother. Lex Luthor is. <laughs> what'd you say? And married to your mother. You're right. And married to your he mother. That's a bad yeah, guy. Basically, yep. alternate 1985 Biff. 
So we didn't grow up with this Lex Luthor. We grew up with the other kind. But, you know, I agree with where he is. Number 16, Helmet Zemo from Captain America Civil War. Oh, get the fuck out of here. No. No, not from Civil War. He's a great villain. And I love Civil War. I love that they made that Zemo a lot more emotionally involved but he wasn't the Zemo from the comic books and that's that's that as much as I love him as a movie villain he's not he's not somewhat of the comic book one even though like I love the line of you know I didn't even do that much to you you know that shit was great so but he shouldn't be on the list shouldn't be on the list up next on our list or their list number 14 is the high evolutionary from Guardians of the Galaxy 3 no uh no. not of all time he's a he's a no. great villain He'd love to hate him but he's not 25 best ever hell no no fucking kurt russell's worse than him more devious <laughs> just because of the way he fucks over star lord in the second one well and i, I wouldn't even put him bucks. on the list either me neither i bet you five dollars it's because he did animal torture to rocket and these are the type of people that like even if it's fictional, that like sticks with them even harder. So I'm guessing that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, actually, stuff. yeah, inflicted pain and misery on vulnerable animals. Like literally, that's it. That's what that's I wouldn't all. go as far as to call Rocket Raccoon a vulnerable animal. Have you seen the third one? Because they explain what he is. <laughs> He's like a baby, man. It's fucking heart wrenching. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's messed up. <laughs> I've seen him fucking launch people with bazookas. So it's like well, because he was fucked up by the dude. Not the dude. Jeff Bridges didn't do anything. Yeah, though. yeah, the dude would never do that. But fucking uh, <laughs> yeah, not the, the Lebowski way. Right, exactly. The, the other dude, one, his dude, Lebowski, yeah. man. His dudeness would never do that. Man, that that Lebowski was a gold bricker, dude. <laughs> yeah, keep your ass out of mouth. Uh, number oh, thirteen God. is General Zod from Superman Two. Not that bullshit uh, Man of Steel version. So mm. Superman Two, one hundred percent. Yep, that dude was. Was a crazy looking white dude. I, I, I agree. I'm cool. <laughs> he was almost James Bond. Yep. Yep. Oh, shit. Yeah, Terrence Stamp. Yeah. Good actor, though, man. Love that guy. Great actor. Classic. I love him in Bowfinger. Yes. Dude, I oh. love him. I, I love him in, in Yes or Yes Man or whatever it was in Jim Carrey. He was hilarious. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that movie. Yep. So, uh, number 12, I'm conflicted on because they said this is the best superhero comic book movie villains. This is not from a superhero comic book movie. Mr. Glass, number 12, from Unbreakable. Higher, higher, higher. Way higher. I don't even think he should be on this list because he's not a he comic book superhero villain. He he shouldn't, no. but they put him on the list. Therefore, I guess it's like whatever. But I, I, under, I understand where they're coming from because of the, you know, the Unbreakable and um, and Glass. But um, I think he should be higher because he did a lot of devious, like dark shit and unbreakable to to find Bruce Willis. You know. Oh yeah, that train wreck. The train wreck. There was the fire. There was a lot mm -hmm. of things he fucked up. Like when you, yeah, all the stories I heard about the exact accents of that town. Like he killed a lot of people to get Bruce Willis to get his to get his arch nemesis. Like he really did some dark shit. I think he deserves to be higher. It's tough because when you know superhero movies are they saying superhero in terms of comic book which i understand or are they saying superhero as in the genre now if we're saying well the, the thing genre, is that the I, title I of the that. article is superhero comic book movies well okay. even, the okay. image yep. the image the image on screen is exactly what i is from the article 
So by their logic, it says superhero comic book movies. And number 11 on this list is also not yeah. from this. Yeah. It would be Syndrome from The Incredibles. He's not. Yeah. I mean, technically, it's a superhero not movie. But it's not, yeah. If, yeah. These are comic, stay comic book. They shouldn't be on the list for sure. Right. They yeah. stay comic book specifically. Yeah, but uh, yeah, not yeah. Syndrome shouldn't be on the list. He wasn't like crazy devious or whatever. Uh, let's see. Moving on. Uh, number ten is Loki. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Ten. I could. I, I could live. I could live with ten. I don't know if I have him at ten, but I. I think he, especially at you know event the length of time and the shit that he's been doing. I I'm okay with it. I like it. Yeah, he was pretty devious, especially in the first fucking uh, Avengers movie. Yep. And even after that, like when he decides to be a good guy and pal around with Thor, he still finds ways to fuck him over and steal the Tesseract. Yep. Yep. Uh, up next, number nine, Dr. Octopus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yep. Um, I'd put him a little higher personally, but that's just so me. Would I. I mean, I would even put him in the category of like top five best active villains in movies. Ooh, yeah. Fucking Alfred Molina. Yeah, oh, one hundred percent. Alfred Alfred Molina. Jeez, fucking the nailed man. that shit, dude. Yeah, he did. Up next, number eight is the Penguin from Batman Returns. Higher, higher. Listen, he, he was a bright spot in that weird ass movie. That's true. Yeah, I would say top ten for sure. Plus, he was trying to kill fucking kids. That's yeah, awesome. <laughs> it was a little weird. Yeah, like, he was he was wanting to murder babies. So yeah. yeah, like all first. Well, no, 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 yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He wanted he wanted all the firstborns of all like the millionaire families in Gotham. Yep. And he wanted to like drown them or something. It was yeah, like, it was really drown, it was really dude. fucked yeah. up. It was really so, fucked up. You know what? You're right. Wild. He should have been. He should be higher. Like yeah. Unless you're palling around, if you're unless you're red school palling around with the Yahtzees, you don't get much higher up on the that's, list than wanting that's, to drown babies. That's very, very true. It's very, very true. Yeah, and I love, cool. I love, I love Danny Vito in that costume in like the little like twenty five cent ride of the Batmobile. In that, yeah. that whole scene yeah. is hilarious. That's great. Oh my God, but also this is what happens when you get when you let Tim Tim Burton off the rails, let him do whatever the fuck he wants. This is what you get. Mm-hmm. He brings in drowning babies. Yeah, yep. as long as Johnny Depp and <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter aren't around. That's, that's a good point. Then it goes the other uh, direction. Number seven is also a Tim Burton uh, villain. Technically, the Joker, Jack Nicholson's Joker. He's number higher, seven. Higher. Should be higher. Yeah. Top yeah. three at the lowest. Same. Top, top three, if not top five. Well, sure. I could piss you off even more. Number six is Magneto. Oh, get what? That's yeah. wild. No, he's top that's three wild. for me. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, he's devious as fuck. Dude, I love I love uh, the dichotomy dichotomy between him and Professor X so much. Yeah, oh, yeah. so much. Same they fucking it goal, off. same mission, right. just way different ways. And, and, and also, and, and also, if you ever see E. McKellen like a nor- normally, and then he's acting like a, an asshole in this movie, he is so fucking talented. Oh god, mm-hmm. him is him and him and Patrick Stewart did amazing in those movies. It was Hell so yeah. fun to watch. Classically trained actors, baby. Dude, so yep. good, so good. Number five is the Green Goblin. Yeah, I'm cool with number. Yeah, yeah. With that, yeah. he he had he had two bangers, and they weren't even back to back. They were fucking twenty years apart, yep. and they were both bangers. He he looked even crazier in No Way Home. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. he's just better actor. Mm-hmm. Um, 
here's one that I'm pretty sure we'll all agree is misplaced and bullshit. Number four, greatest of all time, Killmonger from Black Panther. Oh, get fucked. Oh, get fucked. That's not even no. on the list. Oh, get fucked. Not no. even yeah, on the right. list. No, no, no. Just Michael, no. Benjamin, Jordan, get, get out of here. Yeah, no. Oh, that's what the B stands for? <clears throat> yes. Yes. Oh, I guess I should have known that. I always I thought it's either, either 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 that or Bernard. It's one of the one of the two. Ah, uh, he looks like a Bernard. He does look a fucking Bernard. <laughs> At number three on the list is Catwoman, played by Michelle Pfeiffer. Ooh, mm, too high. That's <laughs> yeah, I yeah. agree. She's a top yeah. ten, not a top three. Yeah, 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 yeah. not top yeah. three for sure, but yeah, She's yeah. I'll, 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 if I'll, you're I'll, talking best looking, then yes, we're, oh God, we're, yeah, in, yeah, we're yeah, in the yeah. fucking ballpark. No, 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 yeah, best, many, best. many a young man got into puberty, and a few young ladies <laughs> out there too. You dig? One hundred percent, sir. One hundred percent. Michelle Pfeiffer still looks what if this, good. What if this? Yeah, this she's list, still fine. <laughs> but listen, if this list is like you know top twenty-five women in leather cat suits, she's like up there. Yeah, number one with a easy. bullet yeah yeah she, i would never uh, say anyone's but I don't besides, know, man, looked pretty good back in the day like besides oh, shit, yeah, jeff yeah, she jeff, nice. jeff jeff write write that down we, we we need to make that a video who a top cat woman yeah top top no no top female actresses or comic book characters in like leather in like leather skin tight outfits <laughs> whatever yeah, it, like, whatever like it is that. that's a good project yeah, I'm let's, just saying it'll be it'll be a lot of hard. I mean, difficult research, but we can do this. Yes, it will be very difficult, <laughs> but we'll uh, be up for the we'll challenge. It, we'll put it on the, on the on the patrons. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Oh, okay. I'm surprised at number two. I didn't look at number one yet, but number two is Heath Ledger's Joker. I wouldn't know if I would say number two. Switch switch out the Joker. Switch out the yep, Joker. Switch, yeah. Under, yeah. switch switch Jokers. His was pretty fucking ruthless and devious too what, yeah yeah i mean yeah i mean i i'm not I'm, I'm not gonna say um just because he died he deserves accolades he did a good fucking job in that yeah, movie yeah it was a fun super fun villain man yes yeah. yeah he did an amazing job in that movie all right let's learn who number one is together drum roll please Joy to the world. it's thanos Oh well, he's. I did kill everything in the universe. Yeah, I wouldn't say number one, but I I love Thanos as a villain. I really, really do. I mean, I I say you know I say the fail your failures brought you back to me thing to the kids all the fucking. (laughs) So I know. (laughs) I can see I can see Dion sitting in the dark with his cat and his like snifter of fucking scotch like. Your failure has brought you back to me. Yeah, <laughs> like I, in the dark, turning when, on the light. When they're, oh, when they're grown men, you know, and you know, we know, we all know how we were. But that yeah. moment where they did something where I was like, "You shouldn't do that," and they did it anyway, and like they come back to you know, pops or Uncle Dion or whatever to fix it. I'm hundred gonna be. I'm hundred percent gonna say you weren't satisfied with your failure. Look where it brought you, <laughs> back to me. I'm gonna totally fucking use that shit. No hesitation. I like you're playing the long game. I am. Listen, it is about you. You know me too. I am like, listen. I will, I will wait for that satisfaction. I will wait for it. I'm gonna use that line. I did not tell you not to do that shit. Well, look where your friend you brought me, son. Brought you back to me. I got fixed. With Thanos being number one, half the universe is a hell of a statement. Yeah, yeah it is. he killed half the universe. And here's the thing: not only did he do that, 
but he did a really good job of convincing you that he was right in what his mo- mission was. Yep, that's yeah. Because that was, that was, that was a, it's like in wrestling, the best heels are the ones that do devious things, but they can justify why they're doing it. Thanos does a very good job of justifying why he wants to snap half of all living things out of existence for the betterment of everybody else. It's like, oh, that is a hard. Ar- I mean. Yes, it's a terrible argument. You don't want to be like, yo, that's not a good thing to do. But at the same time, it's like, well, if I survive the snap, think about how much better my thing could be because there's going to be like way more resources available to me now. So it's like, I I can see where Thanos is going. So it's like, as long as I survive the snap, maybe I could live with this. I don't know. We'll see. And then the snap is just such a great storytelling you know, I, you know, I think they could have landed it better in Endgame, you know, but like, yeah. you know, everybody's like emotions being fucked up and, you know, I was sitting next to my boo thing and they just fucking turned the fucking dust. That's fucking crazy, right? I'm emotionally yeah. fucked up about, like, they got fucking... <laughs> You know, fucking. We dude, uh, dude. I think, I think we were all emotionally fucked up, especially when, especially when fucking Tom Holland Spider Man said something, <laughs> and then like, and then Iron Man's there. You're just oh, like, oh my god, god, I can't deal with this. I cannot deal with this right now. Yeah, yeah, dude, for sure. That shit emotionally, we were all traumatized during Infinity War. Like when people talk oh, about right. why Infinity War is their favorite MCU movie. Like, so I, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm not mad at Thanos in number one because he traumatized us all back in 2018. Yeah. Like, no one was safe. Because, yeah, your favorite character might have made it, but your second favorite character didn't. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That, yeah, your, your favorite character's buddy didn't make it. Yeah. Fucking Star-Lord got got popped. And then fucking Groot's... Or was it... No, fucking Groot, didn't he get was popped? Groot. Yep. So then Rocket's walking around, and he's lost his two best friends. And his other one got fucking thrown off a goddamn cliff in order to make it happen. Dude, Star Lord's saying, did we just lose? Like, that shit is, you're yeah. like, yeah, bitch. Like, we lost, dude. Like, this is, we fucked up, guys. Especially up. after they were in full control of that fight for the most part. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, God, I Should've saw some of them, I saw some of them digging the stone out of, um, Vision's head. Out of Vision's War. That was really fucking jarring. I was like, God. You really want that, don't you? Shit. You evil motherfucker. You. Yeah, you're yeah. He's like, you evil motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, especially after fucking Scarlet Witch destroys it. So it's like yeah. in order to save everybody, I have to kill my robot boyfriend. So I'm gonna fucking <laughs> nuke his fucking head in order to destroy this stone. Oh, good. I killed him, but I saved the day. Wait, ah oh, shit, he's got the time stone. <laughs> Reverse, rips it out of his head. Wow. It's like, God. Yeah, yeah. You had to make the tough decision about killing him, and then you have to watch him actually rip the stone out of his head. Yeah, and then you have to watch somebody else do it. Oh, yeah. man. Yep. They, yeah. Walk and yeah, die two yeah, times yeah, yeah, yeah. in the span of 60 yeah, seconds. Yeah. This, and it's at two people's hands, including your own. This movie was pure trauma for everybody. <laughs> yep. Damn. We were all traumatized, bro. Yeah, we were. And it was so yeah, we good. were. It's so good. It was man. So good. After, after talking about it, I'm going to smoke a blunt and go to sleep. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> me too, man. I'm like, I love my friends. I like, I want some revenge too. You dig? You know, fuck. Bro. On top of the fact that at the beginning of the movie, you had to watch him strangle Loki. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who had yeah. completely yeah. turned yeah. around into a guy and made you like him, and then the very first fucking ten minutes of the movie, you watch him fucking throttling him. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> that was great man, storytelling. 
It was so good. Oh, fuck. Dude, I haven't watched that movie since Endgame, and now I'm like, I got to sit down and watch that again because I got to relive that fucking trauma. Do you I mean, want to really it. do I watch it. it? I watch it every once in a while, but yeah, I got I to gotta watch it again and, and get reacquainted with my with my traumatized young self in my, yeah. in my heart of hearts. Watch Vision get brutally murdered. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. He makes the noble sacrifice only be brought back to life and brutally murdered. No, and like, and like I think, I didn't, when he, didn't he did, didn't didn't he know it? He's like, what? And then like, like fucking yeah, you know. yeah, because he's like, he's like, what? Yeah, and then he's, he's like, like the last thing I remember, bitch. my girlfriend killed me. Yeah, oh what? And Thanos Who's is that? like, come over oh, here, let me pull, let me pull part, part of your brain out of your fucking skull right <laughs> yeah, now. Dude. Jeez, that shit looked gnarly too. It oh. was gnarly. It was fucking gnarly. What a great fucking flick. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Biff. <laughs> yeah, Disney's last one. You know, yeah, that's probably accurate. I'm not. Hold on, that is a, for me at least. That's an accurate statement because all of their other big budget ones that we all went and saw, either for the channel or for personal interest, nothing was like. I watched and or Infinity War. Yeah. yeah, I watched Infinity War probably 20 or 30 times on netflix we used to text yeah. each other like hey i watched yep. it again i watched yeah. it again too it's just like it was, like it was in constant week. rotation yeah yeah and it was all yeah and then it was like all that build up and anticipation for endgame and then it was kind of a letdown not that it was a bad movie it was just kind of disappointing well i listen, yep. I, I wouldn't say it was definitely i mean it wasn't disappointing in in its delivery but i they were using as a jumping off point for the next phase. And that's what like you were taken out of the movie with that crazy ass, uh, you know, women Avengers scene. Like you can tell it's like, Hey, we're also setting up for the next time. I'm like, I want to see this epic fight. Like, don't get me wrong. You know, fucking hearing captain America say Avengers assemble. Fuck it. Like I verbally still was like, let's fucking go. But then I got to be like, Oh, hey, Peter Parker, you got something for me? And it's, hey, we're all standing here posing, and we all happen to be women. Dude, I was like, when, 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 when you heard the walkie-talkie crackling, he goes, on your left, I was like, I, I got goosebumps. I was like, oh, my yeah. God, it's happening. Yeah, dude. And those portals <laughs> opened up, and you're like, you fucked up now. Hey, hey, Ron, you fucked up now. You let him get his homies back. You fucked up now. <laughs> hey, hey, Ron, God damn it. Mm. <laughs> Fucking Hulk gets the fucking thing and he does it and like you just hit on your left. You're like, yeah, you in trouble now, bitch. All the Avengers are back. I've seen this before, dog. I read this panel. You going down. Yeah. The only thing, here's my problem. My, my biggest problem was that they killed Thanos right away at the beginning of the movie to set up the yeah. whole time travel element. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think if they would, if what they should have done was when they found out that he didn't, he had destroyed the stones or whatever, Instead of just fucking chopping his head off, they should have been like, fuck, and then acting like they were leaving, then did the time travel thing to go back in time to catch that Thanos right there, about to destroy them to fight him there, because... I like I that a lot better. I, I, I yeah, yeah. yeah. Fighting, I fighting past Thanos that doesn't know what he's done yet takes kind of some of it out of it, because it's like punishing somebody that has like no cognizance of what they've done, not because... They can't comprehend it, but because it hadn't happened yet. It's like it'd be like punishing me for doing something stupid 10 days from now. That 10 day me would be like, fuck, okay, yeah, I deserve this. Whereas, like, now me be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I didn't do that. Yeah. No, no, no. That, that makes sense. Yeah. They shouldn't have beheaded him right there. That would have, yeah, I agree with that. That makes sense. I mean, it, it was, it's a great testament to him as a villain that he was still whooping their ass. But yeah, I'd I, like, I, it would have felt 
it would have felt a lot more meaningful where it's like, damn, we killed him. We got to go back. And like having the Thanos that's like, I've won to be like, I, you dare come back in time and try to stop me again. I think that would have been a lot more poignant for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I want to watch that movie too. I mean, watching it 50 <laughs> times over the years hasn't been enough apparently. Listen, I've I've been I've been I've been scarred by by I've been uh, traumatized by Disney too much, you know. I can show you on the doll where they touched me, and I'm not going to watch the movies again. Listen, man, they, we wanted them to traumatize us in a good way, not the bad way, you know. Fuck. <laughs> traumatize us in the fun way. Yeah, giggy. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Dion likes it rough and has a safe word. Clearly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Millennium Falcon. <laughs> You guys want to check in with the audience before we head on over to Patreon to record Let's something do it. with the guys? All right. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, one more button. Well, actually, we have two more. Who's that Pokemon? It's me, your old pal, Buffalo Jeff. What the fuck? <laughs> the red eyes just stay on. The red yeah. eyes. Yeah, that was pretty good. Oh that my part, god, that part, that part popped me there. That was good. That was a happy act. <laughs> it works. It fucking works. Oh, oh my god. All right. So, uh, yeah, pick and save. WTF, indeed. So, Georgian says Netflix playing for WWE that has been declining on USA Network is a bad move. Are people willing to pay for an extra service just to watch Raw? I mean, I haven't watched Raw because I don't have cable. I used to stream it online like 10 years ago for many years straight, though. But then I, it was just so bad it wasn't even worth watching anymore. And that's kind of where I am now. But I'm going to give you know Raw a chance because I already have Netflix. And I think that's one of the things they're thinking of is you know, you can keep up with wrestling if you don't have cable. You can watch the clips on YouTube. You can watch the day after on Net, uh, Hulu. Like, you can watch Raw without cable. You can you can make that work in some form or fashion. But now they're giving you the option to watch Raw Live and be a part of the conversation as it goes down. And so I'm going to go back to watch Raw again. It used to be when I was in grade school and high school and college yeah all of it actually uh you know monday night raw was a tradition it was dion would come over and bring mm-hmm. hillary our friend garrett would bring over pizzas from uh, his job we'd have you know two or three large pizzas we'd watch monday night raw dude we watched raw together for like two or three years straight it's straight oh, dude wow. i straight. forget how much we hung out back then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and then when we lived together we watched raw every fucking week it was you yep. know it, it was it was a thing but mm-hmm. because I don't think cable's a necessity and just don't like the idea of paying to watch TV because I don't watch enough TV, um, you know, we're all just out of the picture. But now it's back. SmackDown will be out of the picture because I watched. Here's the thing. Since SmackDown's come to uh, Fox and I'm liking wrestling pretty much right now, I watch SmackDown. I'd yep. say I watch it at least twice a month. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, excuse me. Uh, Those are my thoughts on that. Need a little water. Uh, Pushberry Fire from Xavier to God, Triple H, Randy Orton, and Batista. Oh, oh, I'm uh, pushing Batista, burying Randy Orton, and firing Triple H. 
I'm pushing Orton, bearing Batista, firing Triple H. Um, pushing Orton, bearing Triple H, and firing Batista. Breaking on a landslide, Nick. Bush eighty-eight. Regular landslide. Oh, another one from our good friend Xavier to God. Pushberry, fire Hulk Hogan, Razor Ramon, and Diesel. Ooh, I'm pushing, mm. pushing Razor, uh, burying Hogan, and firing Diesel. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one too, brother dude Jack. Uh, I will, of all time, I'll push Hogan, bury Diesel, and uh, bury, bury Razor Ramon and fire Diesel because Diesel sucked. Yep. Fuck Mary Kill from Xavier to God, Royal Rumbles, 97, 98, and 2001. Stone Cold years. Oh, those are all Stone Cold years. Yep. Yeah. What? Uh, as as Stone Cold is my fave, I'm, I'm fucking 2001, marrying 98, uh, marrying 97, and <sighs> killing 98. Uh, is 97 the one that's got the fucked finish where he gets thrown out but cuts back in? Yep. Yep. Okay. So I'm marrying that one because that's the one where he's like staring at his watch a lot too, wasn't it? Yep. That's the yep. That's heel. Okay. Heel. Uh, I couldn't remember if that was 97 or 98. So yeah, marrying 97, fucking 2001, and killing 98. I guess. All good choices. Oh, uh, yeah, they're all good rumbles. Really? I. So I think the 98 Rumble is probably the most interesting one of these. But I'm going to marry the 01 Rumble because it has a better roster of wrestlers to work through, even though it includes Drew Carey. I mean, Stone Cold's victory seems a lot more hard fought in that one. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's why I'm the, that one. That's the Kane one, too, isn't it? That's the where the yep, record was. Kane set. was on fire yeah. that night. Yep. You had the mini hardcore match. The Hardy Boys were involved. Like, you had a lot of... You know, I think the big show had returned and back then he was a bigger name. Like it just had a lot to go go on at that show. Now, if it was the year 2000 Royal Rumble, I'd be a personal yeah, favorite, but that's a different topic. <laughs> but uh, if we're just doing those, then I'll uh, marry fuck 98 and kill 97 because I'm watching the 97 one right now. And it's very like slow, not slow. It's just it's full of wrestlers that fucking suck like. <laughs> Also, too, there was this spot where Mill uh, Mascaris, he um, he jumped. They they took him out of the Royal Rumble and DQ'd him. But if you watch the tape, he actually follows the rules. He climbs out of the second rope, then up the turnbuckle and jumps. So I was wondering what your thought was since he left the ring through the center, just climbing over the turnbuckle after being able to leave the ring like legally count. I just thought that was like such a weird caveat they had in that match. If you're in, if you're on the inside of the turnbuckle, that's technically getting back in the ring for me. If he was on the outside and jumped, that's different. Yeah, outside like, and jumped. Like he never okay, even got yeah. back in. Okay, if he, yeah, if he's not back in, yeah, that's 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 he got screwed for sure. Review that shit, Vince. You piece of shit. Well, oh. he's reviewing stuff. <laughs> different meaning nowadays, but okay. Uh, so, Georgian, thank you very much for your generous super chat. He says, Coach Kendo, didn't know William Jennings Bryan of the Free Silver Movement was Secretary of State under Woodrow Wilson. Jeff, 
uh, in Buffalo Jeff voice. Is there a new Buffalo Jeff button? Well, you just <laughs> saw it, Fred. No. Yeah, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the new Buffalo Jeff button. Hope you enjoyed all the Who Is Those Pokemon buttons because <laughs> I had fun making them. I couldn't stop laughing. I'm like, I love my job. I get to do shit like this. It's fun. <laughs> but yeah, to to his his question. Uh, yeah, William Jennings Bryant was the Secretary of State under old Woody and uh, was a big proponent and supporter of most of Woody's policies. So, fuck him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very concise way to uh, address it. So, up next, we have one from our friend, TLJ Screwjob. Who's, oh, wait. Um, well, since you asked for the button in your super chat, I guess we'll have to play you. We'll play you our other new button. How's that? Since we just saw the Buffalo Jeff button. Okay. Help us! We will stop you. There's no escape this time. No, it's you who will be the one escaping. Not Pikachu. Please don't sue. Ha ha ha. Axel Foley, Judge Reinhold. <laughs> damn i fucking love that show i wish it would have got more than just six episodes i know right that should have been where the viewers universe lived mm. it's not too late kevin you can bring it back everyone that does a voice that you need is still alive alec Baldwin might be going to jail though <laughs> that's, oh, yeah. true. that's true uh-huh uh, thank you, though, TLJ Screwjob, or to George. And TLJ Screwjob says, replace Vince smelling money gift with dildos. Oh, <laughs> I feel like that'll get us fucking Karen off of... Uh, oh, yeah. 100% it will. 100%. Susan won't like that. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Bianowicz says, oh, Nick, here's a fiver. Smile. Oh, can I get a new button and a ghost horse, please? Thanks, Buffalo Jeff. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's see. We played you all the Who's That Pokemons, but we'll play you this one again since it seems like the guys liked this one. Who's That Pokemon? It's Jeffa! Jeffa! <laughs> I mean... Dude, next time we're out anywhere and we need to get your attention, we're just going to be like, Jeffa! <laughs> if you sound like a small Japanese woman, yeah, Jeff will be like, what, "What's going on?" Yeah, now Jeff's sitting there fucking talking to some lady, <laughs> and then us <laughs> just taking turns. Jeff, Jeff, just immediately get immediately getting them in trouble. <laughs> like, thanks, guys. This was going somewhere. <laughs> hey, that's our, that's our job, you know. We're friends. Yeah. So we're supposed to fuck with each other. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Jeff and his three cock blocks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that our like, well, is, that, is that the sub sub subtitle to Wokebuster? Sure, yeah. why not? Why like, not? all right, Jeff. Now that you're done wasting our times waiting on your ass, let's go get something to eat. <laughs> yeah, fair. Let's uh go to let's see. It's eleven thirteen here. You guys want to go to Waffle House or IHOP? <laughs> I mean, is that a serious question? Because you know we do. Oh my god. Yeah. Here's that button, by the way. (laughs) 
clacking always gets me. <laughs> just like, why is it clacking? I don't get it. Why is it clacking? It doesn't scare me. I'm just confused by the clacking. Uh, Shrebels has uh, some great requests, and uh, we'll give those to you right here. Who's that Pokemon? Classic. Uh, in my opinion, this is our best one. Who's that Pokemon? It's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> more classic. Who's that play? It's me, Austin. Xavier to God says, "Fuck Mary, kill Tori Wilson, Stacy Keebler, Terry Runnels." Okay. Ooh. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna marry Stacy Keebler. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that that woman is wow. Uh, fuck Tori Wilson because that woman's wow. Oh, well, Terry Runnels is a very nice looking woman. Yeah. She's not as nice looking as the other two. So I'm gonna go. Probably way. crazier and more wild though. Yeah, I, no more. No, no, no. Nice and tame. Normal. No. No, I didn't mean crazy like <laughs> fucked up in the head. I meant like crazy like, you know, in the sack type shit. Oh, okay. Well, then there's a balance to everything. Yeah, I'm, saying, I'm like, yeah, crazy isn't like fucking swinging from the chandeliers type shit. Like using that as a jungle swing. boy. Yeah. Fuck him. But, uh, I'm gonna fuck Terry, uh, marry Stacy, and kill Tori. That's tough to say out loud. I know, right? Yeah. Dion, uh, give me marry Tori, shacking with Stacy, and getting rid of Terry. It's hard. I had a Terry. I had a Terry Runnels poster in my locker in high school. The one where she's like barely wearing anything, fucking smoking a cigar or something like that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so we're we're going in the way way back machine. Some WWE well, I mean, magazine shit. Hopefully, you know, it's as good as you remember. It's probably uh, the shiny disciple. <laughs> the shiny disciple says, "What do you want to talk about?" <laughs> well. What you guys have? For I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I was gonna say, do we want to talk about how he should retire that phrase? Oh God! Why the Pokemon thing? I, I missed that whole point. No, the the what do you want to talk about thing that Cody should retire that. Oh, like coming out every time. So what do you want to talk about? I mean, that works in a vacuum and occasionally, but like, I don't know. I think he should come up with something a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Dion. <laughs> work call, work call, baby. That, that yeah, goes with the whole <laughs> Japanese like lady screaming Jeff's name theme. Jeff! <laughs> that's that's the music that plays whenever she screams out for Jeff. <laughs> if you ever scream out Jeff when we're in public, you better do that. With it, because I will only answer to that. It's that's the next job. I'll do the Jeff one. Nick's got to do the da-na-na. Fine, I'll, I'll do it. That's the agreement. There you go, Nick. It's you fine. got a wonderful singing voice, just like King Yeah, Kong yeah, Bundy. yeah, I do. I... 
<laughs> yeah, I, I sound like I smoke three packs a day, and I'm trying to trying to sing like Dolly Parton or whatever. It's terrible. It's fucking terrible. Well, I mean, even the chick from The Exorcist could kind of keep a, a a rhythm or a hold a note. <laughs> so yeah, thanks, Eileen Dietz. Oh or wait, God. yeah, that's her name. Something like that. Man, we got faith in you, Nick. You can pull it off. Oh, thanks, yeah. buddy. I mean, I know you're practicing for the big dance coming up. You're track or practicing your dirty dancing dance. routine. No, no, no! I'm practicing for nobody puts Nick in the, the corner. No, no, no. I'm, I'm practicing for the for, for the big for the big Roadhouse revival. That's true. They are bringing that back. Yeah, there you Nick's go. Over the corner doing squat thrusting roundhouse kicks. He's like, nobody better fuck with me. Actually, I want somebody to fuck with me. Come over and fuck with me right now. Come on, come on, come on! I got this shit. I can take your ass. Oh my oh, god! Every one of you motherfuckers, right Dude, now, dude. I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even the watch way. the, I didn't even watch the fucking trailer. I was like, they're remaking this. Fuck you! I'm not even gonna watch it. Forget yeah, is it? it a, are they? Is it a movie or is it like a TV show? I just know it's got Jake Gyllenhaal in it. It's a movie. Like, if, if, if if he's in it, it's a fucking movie. Okay. Well, I can't see how it's gonna be better than the original. You can't. It's not Patrick Swayze. Jake Gyllenhaal is a fine actor, but he's not cool. He's not the Swayze. Nope. He's not. He's not the Swayze. So, yeah. Xavier to God, fuck Mary, kill Tori, Lita, AJ Lee. Kill Lita, easy. Yeah. Uh, fuck Tori, Mary, AJ. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that because this is also like other Tori, not Tori Wilson, and uh, that Tori was. She's like one of those like slept on. She's a good looking woman. Nobody ever talks about her when they're always like ranking the best looking women or the divas or whatever. It's always like she's just forgotten about. It. I'm like, but. I thought I liked her more than I liked Sable as a kid. That was just me. But then Trish Stratus showed up and I was like, whoa, nobody mattered. Um, TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. Uh, the I don't know who you are line sums up what you guys are talking about with Thanos perfectly. Wanda's saying you will lose its, its impact then. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's just not a very like... I just feel like there's de they deflated the balloon and there's really not much else to say. You can't slap him with the dick of accountability if he has no right, he's no reason or idea to understand what the fuck you're screaming at him about. Uh, TLJ Screwjob, Pushberry Fire, Dusty Piper, Savage. Uh, push, Savage, uh, Barry, Dusty, or no, Barry Piper and Fire Dusty. Oh, that's a hot time for daddy. Yeah, I'll do the same. Um, let's see. Okay, so have you guys heard about the uh, Hulk Hogan saves a girl from a car wreck story? I have. While learning, I did see shirt, that, which makes it even better. So, Kendo, would you give a quick summary since you do uh, remember it so clearly? So, uh, the Hulkster, and this is not one of his make-believe fucking bullshit stories because there's police record. Um. Was driving along on the highway and he saw a car that wrecked and flipped over and him and whoever was with him got out of the car and pulled the girl out of the car and saved her from a fiery car wreck. And while doing it, he was wearing a fucking NWO shirt. Oh, that's awesome. Which just makes the story. I mean, the fact that Hulk has now decided to face turn by saving damsels in distress that could, you know, be at risk of burning to death in an automobile is one thing, but. The fact that he's doing it while repping the NWO, which is supposed to be a bad guy organization, is even better. 
I got yeah, you, I'm brother. I got you. Even though it's a sister, you can only say brother, dude. Yeah, I and just he, uh, he leg dropped the car afterwards. He allegedly. Is that how he put the fire out? He's like, yeah, I don't have an extinguisher, brother, but I got the power of the millions of Hulkamaniacs behind me, dude. And he just and runs up and wham with one mighty leg drop, extinguishes yeah. the fire. He actually, the car explodes, but he gets there in time to contain the explosion with the power of Hulkamania, and the implosion, or the explosion implodes on itself, and the car just kind of. Peters I up. hope he hit the big boot on the car first. <laughs> To flip it back over up on its tires. Dude, he didn't have the jaws of life with him, brother. So, dude had to pull out the big boot, stop the thing from exploding, saving the Hulkamaniac. Jeez. Well, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Hey, I'm thankful Hulk Hogan does what he does sometimes. This being one of the only times in a while. Yeah, I was gonna say, there, this, this is one of those few and far between moments. I don't really think about Hulk Hogan very often. When I do, I'm usually thinking about classic historic moments like, oh, okay, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, whatever. Oh, not, you know, I don't or think the, the, or the silly shit that he claims, like how he was almost a member of Metallica and all that stuff. I think about that because I think it's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. I like those ones. Yeah, those I, think, I love those. Uh, the, geez, the Hulk, are... the Hulk Lion stories are always the best. Yeah, Hulk, Hulk Lion. Hogan. <laughs> Dog. Why the fuck you oh, I will uh, refrain from singing that. Uh, TLJ Screwjob sent in another one, guys. Fuck, Mary mm. kill Rhea Ripley, Alexa Bliss, and Bailey. Oh, Ooh, shit. Oh, shit. Marrying Bailey. I'm marrying Rhea. Bailey too. Killing Alexa Bliss. Same exact for me. <laughs> you, you must. Um. Marrying Alexa Bliss, fucking Bailey, and killing Rhea Ripley because she used to look so much better than she does now, in my opinion. Like, she looked really good. And now I just, I don't know. She looks like somebody I wouldn't want to fucking go anywhere near inside of a hot topic. <laughs> like, look, I'm just here to get the Ninja Turtle shirt. I don't give a fuck about him. Dilly <laughs> <laughs> Vallow, bro. Yeah, I don't, she, I don't care. She's trying, to, she's trying to sell you a Kobe Cabana shirt or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, Ghosts used to be cool, okay? Their first few albums were great. Then they got weird, all right? I'm not into them anymore. Stop it. <laughs> she also tells you if you if you spend 25 bucks, you, you, you get like two free Funko Pops. Yeah. It's like, no, <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, shit, I, dude. <laughs> And they got Captain Kangaroo, and I don't have Captain Kangaroo. Yeah, she's tr she's trying to she's trying to sell you a fucking what is it night Nightmare Before Christmas shirt, hoodie, and and backpack. Yeah, it's like no, nah, it's cool. I just I just want this Megadeth shirt. It's all right. I'm leaving. <laughs> I don't I don't care that I can get another one for you know twenty percent off. I don't I don't, I just yeah yeah. You, you, you sign up for the Hot Topic Rewards Program, you get twenty percent. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I just I just want this one T-shirt. They will I'm email good. the fuck out of you. Yeah, it's um, like, nah, I'm good. I I don't want anybody that I know to see me shopping here right now. <laughs> just hurry up. Just hurt. Just just here. I'll just even pay cash just so you can fucking go keep the so, change. So it doesn't show up anywhere. You won't even there. Yeah, you won't even just there. keep the change. Just I, I don't need. Phone, I don't need this thirty six so that nobody can track you in there. I need to get out of here before my friends see me. Okay. <laughs> the store is no longer cool to shop at. It was in 1998. Oh God. I love I love how you're treating uh, shopping at Hot Topic like like dating a fat chick. Yeah, um, well, in 1998, <laughs> 1998 Hot Topic was a totally different story. 100%. 100%. And then it it got taken over I by would... some godless fucking alien creatures. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. No, trust nice. me. When when Halloween, there was one in our local mall. When Halloween had come around, I'd spend too much time at that store because <laughs> those girls dressed very nice. Yeah, I can, I can believe that. <laughs> that was just like a couple months ago, right? <laughs> no, I mean like Halloween's in like like ninety eight, like that. Oh, like okay. Now they now now they're all like you know, woman, hear me roar, and it's like we're 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 wearing just like oversized shirts. Like good for you, good for you. Hope you like that. I'm not buying shit. That's the, the only store. thing I do miss about California. Those people went to the nines for Halloween. Like when you would go they into a do, store that they, week, they'd yeah. all be dressed up like yeah. Yeah, like they're ready to walk on set. Like the right casting director might walk in on Halloween and be like, "You know what? You look just like Jamie Lee Curtis. We're gonna put you in some movie." Like, okay, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, guys, is there anything else you would like to say before we put this baby to bed? Mm -mm. Three a.m. Okay, folks. Uh, Brock Lesnar may not appear at the Rumble, guys. So that's gonna be uh, (laughs) interesting. No shit. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder why. Did he get called away? What happened? What happened? Uh, his name showed up in some paper. We're, we're good about to talk about it. <laughs> showed up, yeah, on, a about about it showed up on a list. Showed up on a list. He's on. He made some list. Yeah, he made some yeah, list. He, he's he's in the news for not the positive reasons. Oh God. Yeah. So Bork Laser will be talked about as well as the Vince McMahon text messages and a whole lot more. So the way you can get oh, that yes. is patreoncom slash BS. The link is in the description below. But while you're down there, get a copy of Stealing Solo. Uh, folks, Stealing Solo ships out all the time, so get yourself a copy of the graphic novel that is the greatest Star Wars parody since Spaceballs. It answers this what-if question. What if a group of disgruntled Star Wars fans kidnap Harrison Ford and force him to remake Star Wars in their basement? That and a whole lot more is answered in Stealing Solo, a captain's parody. And like I said, folks, once we're done with the book, once we sell through it, excuse me, we will. Uh, I will make the second one. And then no matter what, I'll make the third one because I want to tell Frank and Fisher. That is my story that I can't wait to tell. So until then, folks, I'll be on lookout for Wokebusters. I have drawn all the pages. We're just waiting on the, uh, you know, the secondary stuff to take place. And then we will be getting the book shipped out. There will be a new campaign and everything around the time of Frozen Empire. So be on the lookout for Wokebusters everywhere good entertainment can be found. And you'll be surprised where I'm going to show up in 2024. So we're on our way to 200K. And like we always say each and every week, folks, thanks for watching. Be smart. Be safe. Be cool. But always be excellent to each other. Dot com. Yeah.